is The Monty Show, the truth in sports talk streaming. When you want unbiased opinions about your favorite team without the spin, all you have to do is find The Monty Show, streaming live and available 24 hours a day, seven days a week on YouTube. And now, here's Monty. Hey, hey, The Monty Show, live on your YouTube machine, presented by our good friends at The Advocates, theadvocates.com. Best injury attorneys in the business. You know what I love about the advocates? They know that when you're reaching out to them, you're calling them, you're chatting with them online, you're probably having one of the best, you know, most important conversations of your life, right? Maybe, you know, you need an expert. You've been in an accident. You went to the advocates because you know there's nothing they have not seen. They know to answer to every question you're going to ask. That's why you go to the advocates where you can chat with an attorney live online and it won't cost you a dime. Theadvocates.com. Hook it up. Tell them you heard about it on the Monty show. Good Tuesday already. Uh, January 30th. uh, One more day in February. And again, I just say, can you believe that it is already February? Yeah, kind of wild unbelievable that uh the month is just flying by uh a lot to get to today i am really i don't know if excited is the word that i would use to talk about the big 12 schedule release today um the anger and vitriol that was online today was kind of ridiculous so i was tweeting with a couple of people who were like if you don't you're gonna give respect to oak state They are the favorites, and I don't care what you say. I got two do-you-even-watch-games-bro comments today on Twitter. I'm a man. One of them was from an Oklahoma State fan. It was like, bro, you don't even watch games. What do you know? Three-fourths of this is inaccurate. So here is the the Big 12 schedule matrix, right? You, You got the top half. You got the bottom half. You've got Oak State, who... You know, essentially doesn't play anybody until Jitta in week four uh, on their schedule, right? And then K-State, West Virginia, bye week mm-hmm. at BYU, uh, where you're not allowed to say uh, horns down at Baylor, uh, Arizona State, TCU, another bye, Texas Tech, and then at Colorado. Colorado. Would you more lean towards, Jake, Utah or Oak State to win the league? Yeah, I mean, I, I would be looking at Utah. I, I think that, you know, Utah is a more reliable selection. Now, obviously, Oak State showed their quality, right? I mean, obviously, you know, you got run out of the house by Texas. But I think, you know, you had a strong finish to the season before the Big 12 championship game. But but looking at this season, you know, to me, for Utah, this is the final ride. This is it for Cam Rising, Brand Keithy. Like, this is it for the boys. So, I would expect them to come out and try to have a big season. And and it's fitting that it's the first year in the Big 12. And if you think that the new schools coming into the Big 12 aren't looking to prove a point, uh, you're mistaken. Because I, I do think that schools like Utah are trying to come in here and, and prove a point. And if you come in here in your first season and you can somehow win win the Big 12 and, and obviously put yourself into the college football playoff, that's a big deal. And so to me, I, I look at it and I say, yeah, who am I looking at as a favorite? I think Utah has got to be one. I'd have Oak state, uh, number two. And then I think I'd probably have Arizona number three, even with Jed fish leaving. I think when, when you've got Noah Fafita, you've got a gunslinger quarterback, uh, uh, in the big 12, I think that's the kind of football 
style that you need to play. You need to play an offensive style for the most part to have success in the Big 12. The difference with Utah is Utah's defense is so damn good, it doesn't matter who they're playing. They seemingly hold you under 20 points. So to me, that's the biggest difference. So I would say Utah's the favorite, but but I do think it's it's the the idea of it's hey, it's the way too early, you know, gotta wait and see what the roster actually looks like type prediction. I'm I'm simply saying Utah off of what I know Kyle Whittingham to be, what I know that defense to be every single year, and assuming that Cam Rising's knee can stay healthy for an entire season. Well, I and listen, I think one of the major caveats to this conversation is Jed Fish left Arizona. Because mm-hmm. um, I think if Jed Fish had stayed at Arizona, I'd have Arizona number two on this list. Uh, I don't think it's even close. I think this is going to be a very um, different year in the in the Big 12. I think that Utah is going to be comfortably on top of this league. Uh, I think you have to talk about K-State. It's interesting what the Jayhawks are doing, playing a lot of games in a soccer stadium and at Arrowhead, or excuse me, Burrowhead Stadium, um, because they have construction and facilities going on. But I think you look at the rest of it, there's no reason that Oak State can't be in the third slot here. I don't love what Mike Gundy has not done in the transfer portal as usual. Mm-hmm. You know, and now you've got Gunner Gundy going to Alabama. Mm-hmm. Did you see that? I don't oh. give a piss about nothing but the tide, baby. He's not going to Alabama. We're aware. Um, but you you have a lot of change there. And I think the, the problem is, can you count on this offense outside of Ollie Gordon to score enough points? And the answer is no. I don't think you can. And then... I, I don't know, and I am certainly no uh, expert at, um, you know, at hitting the like button like you guys are. I have no idea what West Virginia did to piss off the whole of America. Um, because you look at some of these schedules and you start saying to yourself, okay, well, you know, it, it, Arizona, New Mexico, like, it, you know, their first tough games, K-State on the road, okay. You know, you flip around in West Virginia and they're starting Penn State, Albany, at Pitt, Kansas, at Okie State, uh, Iowa State, K-State, Arizona, at Arizona, at Cincinnati, Baylor, UCF, and Texas Tech. You know. Neil Brown needs fired is going to get his wish. Because, geez <laughs> Louise, what is it that West Virginia did to piss everybody off? Right? Like, that's amazing. Well, you know, can you believe that James is going to send us pictures of what KU Stadium looks like now? Hi, this is James. Welcome back. Wow. Yay! I I mean, James, I got to tell you, I'm sitting on it. Like, I I am just... You're sitting on it. Champing at the bit. I cannot... I... You know... um, know. Okay. I get it. Okay. And and James also says, uh, just a, re- a reminder, Oak State, Oakey State, please, uh, has their best wide receiver returning from injuries. It's easy hindsight. Okay. You know, and I mean, obviously their quarterback situation is. Is just amazing, dude. Uh, I mean, I, I don't know how we're not sitting here like raving. I mean. Alan Bowman for his 18th season in college football. It's my quarterback. You know, come on, dude. Um, you know, I, I don't think that they're, I, I, again, if you can run the ball and you can li- listen, man, 
If you can run the ball, I, I, you know what I. Ollie Gordon's coming back, dude. Oh, oh. He can't throw the ball though. Oh, I don't know. I think I look at the rest of this league, and whether we're messing with James and and we're just having a good old honky tonking time <laughs> with with good old James. Um, I think I look at the the Big Twelve, and I I think this is a three a three horse race. Yeah, the problem with the Big Twelve is there's a lot of these teams that are just simply down right now. They're just simply not very good. I mean, whether it's Texas Tech, K State. Uh, you know, Kansas, what kind of Kansas team are we going to get? We're going to get the good Kansas team or the average Kansas team? Because that seems to be a week by week question with all due respect. Like some weeks you were good enough last season to beat Oklahoma and other weeks you couldn't beat your mom's, you know, knitting Institute. So to me, it's like, what team are we getting when we talk about Kansas football? And then you look at, uh, uh, uh again, TCU, what, what is Sonny doing with TCU? I mean, are they going to take a step forward is tcu a top five team in the big 12 what this season is joey mcguire like, doing yeah what's joey Lubbock? doing man like I, I like i i do agree with what we said at the end of this past regular season for texas tech dude joey's got to get it figured out this year and, and and i feel almost uneasy and surprised to be saying that hey joey if you don't get it figured out and you turn in another four or five win season you're going to be done there but i think that's the case yeah, I, if they struggle out of the gate, Joey McGuire's in real trouble. You cannot, you cannot have, you just, you just can't have the the nonsense that we saw last year. And I think Joey had a lot of people excited, but to finish seven and six uh, when you were supposed to be in contention for the Big Twelve championship, I think is a huge problem. Well, Texas Tech was supposed to be what Oklahoma State was. Right, I think that's what we were expecting. Hey, Texas Tech is going to be a dark horse. They're going to come up from the bottom, and they're going to surprise a lot of people. And don't be surprised if they're at Jerry World playing for the Big 12 championship. And it was exactly the opposite. And what what did we get? The mullet and company struggling early in the year, turn it around somehow, and they get to the Big 12 championship game to get stomped like we knew they would. And that's the thing with the Big 12, man. You never know. Who's it going to be this year? Would anyone be surprised? Again, and this isn't even a dig at James or anybody. Would anyone be surprised if Oklahoma State just had kind of an average year this year and there was another surprise out of the Big 12? Like, I would not. And, and listen, I understand that Oak State's going to keep a lot of that talent that's on that roster, but I look at Baron Morton and, and Taj Brooks at Texas Tech. That should be the most exciting quarterback-running back combo in the Big 12. I mean, that is absolutely packed with potential. And I think you're looking at a situation where you, you, if you're in Lubbock, you should be excited about that. And I also think I have no idea what Iowa state's going to be. Um, because again, you're, you're obviously, obviously Matt Campbell. Um, that's a guy that you just love and respect. I mean, Matt Campbell's a guy that you're excited about to have as your coach. Um, you know, Rocco Beck is a guy that, you know, is going to have to probably carry much of the offense. You know, he, he and Jaden Higgins are going to be something to watch. Um, their defense is, is going to be stellar again, because that's what Matt Campbell does. Um, and if they, if they come back and they, some, you're not going to improve on their defensive performance from last year. I mean, it wasn't it some stupid number, like five yards a, a play mm -hmm. that Iowa state gave up. So you're not going to improve on that, but I think that's going to be very good. Yeah. I think that they are, 
that's a team that I would watch. And I think that Matt Campbell is one of those teams that can, can surprise. I really do. But with so much new blood coming into the league and, and I wonder what, if it is a situation where can we pick out one of the new teams to thrive? I think that's Utah. That's a, that's a big conference program. Mm -hmm. That's Kyle Whittingham. They're, they're going to reload. Uh, they're always going to have program. defense. The question is, you know, what is, I, I'm even more curious about Brant Keithy's situation. What's he going to look like? How healthy is he going to be? And how much of an impact is he going to have um, snap in and snap out for the Utes? Because he's not just a pass catcher. He is a an all-around football player who impacts every snap that he's on the field for. Yeah, and, and I think it, it, what's surprising to me, again, and I'll keep saying it, like we haven't heard much out of Brant Keithy. Like, like, and not that I'm expecting the guy to do a media tour or something, but but usually, you know, you just get like a hype video here or a tweet there. Or well, we like, got the one hype video on his return. Yeah, but he's yeah. not a an outspoken guy. Yeah, I, yeah. I mean, but you're you're right. I mean, he's integral to what they do on offense. And and again, that's why I say like this first year in the Big Twelve for Utah is very much a boomer bust proposition in, in in terms of like. If Kyle Whittingham can come out here and win the Big 12 and make a statement like that, this guy's going to coach for another five years, in my opinion. But if you come out here and you suffer more injuries and he's got to play the portal game and he's got to kind of catch up with the times, I think, you know, we could go the other direction because Witt's definitely one of those guys who was slow to embrace NIL, slow to embrace the portal. He was much more in the you know, Nick Saban thought process of, hey, NIL in the portal isn't exactly helping things as a head coach. So that's why I say there's a lot on the line here. And I, I conversely, you look at the other side for BYU, like, dude, like Utah is coming into this conference and they're better than you. There's no way to say that you're better than Utah. That's just not the case right now. And, and yeah, I, I like what Utah or what BYU did in their first season in the Big 12, but as this conference changes and evolves, you should theoretically have another win or two on that schedule with Oklahoma and Texas leaving. You should be able to beat Colorado theoretically. We'll see what they actually are like on the field. You should compete with Utah, but I'm not sure I can say I'm comfortable with you beating them yet. And I look around the conference and I'm just sitting here saying, what's BYU versus Oklahoma State look like this year? You know, that that's those are the kind of games for BYU where I'm like, hey, are you in that game or are you out of that game? Yeah, I, I think Witt's done a nice job. Dorian Singer, I know that Ute fans got really excited about Dorian Singer from SC via Arizona. Uh, I'm not that excited. I think you don't hop around as much as he's hopped around mm -hmm. uh, without cause. I mean, I'm much more uh, Gilman, the safety from Stanford, I think is a much bigger pickup. Uh, Tayshawn Lyons from Washington. Uh, I think is a is a really nice pickup, um, and we'll we'll see what we'll see what comes of it. I mean, obviously, you're getting Cameron Calhoun from Michigan as well. I mean, that's a nice pickup, but yep. you you've got to. I think that the the biggest question is who in this league of the new of the new schools can really come in and make an impact. I don't believe that Arizona State is that school. I don't believe. Um, that Arizona's at school. I think Deion Sanders is by far head and shoulders got the most new talent on his roster. Do you believe? I mean, if you start if you start thinking about what Colorado has built, I mean, you look at their their portal. 
And, you know, you, you start looking at the defense that my man has put together and it, it is, it's impressive how much of the, how much the, the defensive line has gotten better, how much the secondary has gotten better. And I, I, Jake, I think this is a year that Deion Sanders really, that that program will take a big step up. Yeah. And I think they need to take a big step up. I, you know, last year's, you know, obviously his first year at Colorado, you know, you started hot, uh, beat some teams you shouldn't have beat. And then I think it caught up to you. And I, and I think, you know, the opposition kind of figured out, Hey, we can run on this team. We can out physical and out will this team. And, and yes. I think, you know, that's what bothered Dion so much. And, and, and yeah, you got embarrassed a couple of times, like things happened last season, but again, the biggest issue for Colorado is the trenches on both sides of the ball. Shador Sanders cannot be running a marathon all game long, trying to get the ball down the field. He's got to have a pocket to work with. And if you can just give him, you know, three seconds, you know, uh, uh, a snap at most, mm. he's going to be a lot better. I mean, that makes Travis Hunter better. That makes, you know, a lot of guys better. So to me, I look at it and I say, hey, you got to get better. And they did get better and the defense will be better. Uh, but the question is, what kind of protection can you provide Shador? Because if you can provide Shador Sanders protection, he will get the ball down the field to somebody. And I'm inclined to think that if your offensive line is better, you're, you're, your uh, run blocking should be better as well because you really didn't have a run game last year either. So to me, the Big 12 has always been a a, a bigger physical conference. You know, you've always kind of had that ground and pound sort of feel in the Big 12. And I think Colorado is a little more adept to handle that, you know, coming into this well, year than they were last year. I mean, again, Dion had a massive pull in the portal. Yeah. I, I don't think there's any doubt about that. And when we start looking at what that exactly means, I mean, his the offensive line, if you look at the offensive line, it's it, the trenches are already better. That secondary, which was so riddled by injury, is already better. Like, I, I have no doubt. I think this is what makes the transfer portal and Deion Sanders, who is absolutely magnetic, in my opinion. He is one of the most important guys in college football. I think this is what makes him so damn lethal. Mm -hmm. You know, like I, I I just start looking at some of the the defense that that he brought in, and and it's it's shocking. Like I, I don't know how he did it. I, I really don't know how he did it. And the December portal period was wild for for Colorado. I mean, I through all that. I, I just I I think the guy is absolutely remarkable. And what he's been able to do, and mm -hmm. and I think it'll be it'll be very interesting to see what he's able to do with like Quincy Wiggins, the defensive lineman from LSU. I think that was a big pickup. That's a nine point two guy, right? Like that's a guy that that is play. that can really make a difference. BJ Green is another guy um, that is nine point one from Arizona State. Like you you look at the numbers, don't lie, um, and it's it's across. It is across the defensive line where he just got way better. And then, you know, you look at Tyler Johnson from Houston. Um, that's a nine point guy on the offensive line. Um, you look at Justin Mayers. He's a kid from Utah that was hotly contested. I think a lot of people thought he was going to wind up in, in the big 10. He winds up in Colorado and that's an 8.99 guy. So he's a nine point, you know, guy like, you're looking at the guys that he brought in 
And this is not some, this is not some small to do nothing. Like this is a guy who went out and got significantly better. Well, and at a minimum, he's got a bunch of talent that he can develop, right? I mean, even no matter what you say about these guys, like you're not accidentally a 9.2 or an 8.8. No. Or like these guys can play. And, and I think that that was the thing last year is that he had kids, but they were not like this level of raw talent and this level of ability. And so it's like for Dion, he knew that if he could just upgrade the raw, you know, undefined, talent on his roster that he and that staff could go out there and develop these guys and turn it into what they needed it to be. And so it didn't have to fall so much on, you know, the names that you already know that are at, you know, the Shadors, the Shilohs, the Travis Hunters, like it didn't have to fall on that core group of guys if he can spread out the responsibility across the roster. So we'll see. I mean, again, the, that's the thing about this big 12 schedule matrix is you look at you look at what Colorado's got to deal with or what any team's got to deal with, and, and some paths are more difficult than others. But what I will say is that I do think the Big 12, just generally speaking, is far easier than last year's Pac-12. Yeah, and it, and Samuel Okunlola is... I mean, I don't even know how that happened. How do you get a kid that that's... Quali- his defense, his defensive line, they're, they're going to be nine deep on defense. Nine defensive linemen deep. I mean, that that's crazy. That is absolutely crazy. So your comments, who do you think were the who do you think were the the winners of the big twelve uh, schedule matrix? I, I don't think there's any doubt if you are looking at this matrix, um you look at BYU, for instance. Um, BYU is somebody that obviously starts at home with Southern Illinois, but at SMU, at Wyoming, k State, at Baylor, and then into a bye. That's a pretty soft start to your schedule. But it's SMU. Yeah, Come and on. SMU SMU is good. Wyoming is good, but that's a coaching change there. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a funding gap at SMU now. I think you are looking at K-State, and you're getting them at home in, in at altitude. As you are, Arizona, Oak State, uh, Kansas, and Houston are all games played in Provo this year. Your road schedule is at Baylor. That's a game I would think that you could win. Uh, at UCF, at Utah, and Arizona State, you, that's a bowl eligible schedule. Yeah, that that's what that is right there. And then I look at like Colorado. Uh, you start with North Dakota State, at Nebraska, at Colorado State, Baylor, uh, at UCF. Look at Dion on the road, right? At Nebraska, at Colorado State, at UCF. Those are three very difficult uh, arenas to play in. The environments on the road for him are already crazy at Arizona, at Texas Tech, and at KU. Yeah. That's going to, I mean, that's absolutely crazy. You look at his home games, right? Baylor, K State, Cincinnati, Utah, and Oak State. My guess is when we get to Utah and Oak State, I would think that Dion would have his guys full eligible this year because his home schedule is winnable, is very winnable. But I look at Baylor, and again, I'm asking for a friend, Dave Aranda. <laughs> Why are you still the football coach at Baylor? Like, you, you look at his home games, Tarleton State, Air Force, BYU, Oak State, TCU, and Kansas. Okay, is he beating Oak State, TCU, and Kansas? Probably I'm not. I'm not sure he's beating BYU. I think BYU's a winnable game. Air Force is, is always difficult. And you, Tarleton State, but those, you got to win your first three games at home. You um, really, really, if, if you are, if you're Dave Aranda and Baylor, 
you're not going to win any of your first three road games because you're Utah, Colorado, and Iowa State to start, and then you come right out of your bye on October 19th uh, in Lubbock, and you're getting slapped on the D with some tortillas. So I said, yeah. You know, and then you got to go to West Virginia and Houston. I don't see that he survives this year. I truly do not see that well, he survives this year. we didn't see he survived last year. I mean, it's survival is, I mean, it's wild. He's still got the job. Yeah. <laughs> with all due respect. Yeah, it really is. And then I think the most intriguing team, look how front-loaded the Texas Tech schedule is, right? You're, you're, looking, at, you're looking at a situation where you play at Washington State. That should be a win, right? But then you don't go on the road until Arizona, which you should win into a bye, and then you come back out at home against Baylor. And then it gets real. TCU and Iowa State on the road, Colorado at home, at Oak State, home for West Virginia. Mm-hmm. That That is, I would expect Joey McGuire to be undefeated going to Fort Worth to take on TCU. I, I would expect them to be 7-0. and And I know that's lofty. But I would expect them to be seven and zero. And hey, maybe I have too high of an expectation. But I'd expect him to be seven and zero. Yeah, he needs to make a statement coming out early. So there's, I mean, it just it just needs to be that way. I think for him to be there long term. A hundred, a hundred percent. I agree with that. All right, let's get your comments in here, Matthew. First one out. West Virginia will surprise again like last year. Green could be one of the best QBs in the league. I, I don't think there's any doubt. But it, again, not for nothing, not trying to be anybody other than, you know, myself. You know, that's a song. Uh, okay. I look at West Virginia and is it, is it problematic that the alumni don't want Neil Brown to be there? Oh, I think it certainly is. And then you look at his portal and you're like, um, well, uh, um, 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 Neil, you know, do you know what the transfer portal is, Neil? You know, um, how that, you know how that works. You want to, um, you want to boot up AOL and see if you can get online and you, you know, like, I, I don't know. Um, is this thing on? Like, <laughs> I'm not sure what my guy's doing in the transfer portal. Yeah, bro. Because there, there is, there's not a lot, there's not a lot there. Yeah. There's not a lot there. So I'll be interested to see exactly how. Green damn well better be the best quarterback in the conference. <laughs> how this works out. I don't know how you can get excited yeah. about this. Yeah. You know, like it's just one of those things where. Hey, they, they under, they're, they're slated to underachieve every year. And then some years they pop off. So. I, I have trouble believing that West Virginia once again is going to, you know, overachieve. I, I, I'm not going to count on that. Uh, nothing says that they will, but Hey, maybe Neil Brown needs fired as just a gamer and finds his way through. I don't know. I don't yeah, know. I think it's going to be interesting yeah. to see how that goes. Paulo, uh, what is the word on primetime violations? Well, I think you're talking about Tennessee. Tennessee is under NCAA investigation because they threw a bunch of money um, at a uh, offensive lineman, uh, Jordan Seaton. Um, 
And it'll be interesting to see how much money they offered him. Uh, that's going to be part of that investigation. Yeah. Um, because, uh, and, and I don't think, and unless I miss something, and please feel free to let me know, I don't see that Deion Sanders and his 80 million person compliance department um, is running afoul of the of the law. Like, yeah, I, I, I don't that. see that. Uh, Laura Weiss, good afternoon to you. Tech plays both Arizona schools on the road to Arizona home against ASU. Those are two wins. Yeah. And again, I'll just say about Joey, you guys, you look at this, you look at this schedule and there's no excuse. There's, there's, there's just no excuse. Like, what is it that you, when you look at this schedule, what is it that you see here where Joey McGuire doesn't, doesn't run the whole damn thing? Cause I, I don't, I don't know what that is. And it's not going to be Abilene to open up the schedule, right? It, it's not. He's got opportunities on the schedule, and you had opportunities last year, and you threw them away. And and that seven can't and zero, dude. Seven and zero, going to take on the frogs. Yes, that's the expectation. And it really, if I'm Joey McGuire, I expect to win the game at TCU mm -hmm. and be eight and zero going to Ames. That should really be. Because I don't, I don't, I think you're going to have a really difficult time producing offense at Iowa State, and when they come to your joint, you're going to have a real difficult time producing offense. Yeah. But when you travel to Iowa State, boy, that's going to be, that's going to be a ball breaker. But I would expect to be eight zero going to going to Ames, and if you're a Texas Tech fan and that's not your expectation, I would be a little surprised by that. Yeah. I. Mm. In my mind, anyway. Delaric, uh, also, year two of Dion in Colorado will be better. Much better. Should be better. Because they're way more talented. Way more. Uh, the Buffalo Hunter, Keithy and Singer get 1,000 yards apiece. I, I would not count on Dorian Singer for that. It, what part of a Kyle Whittingham offense has ever produced multiple 1,000-yard receivers? Hmm. That does not happen um, very often. So that's going to be tough. And you have a new receiver coming into an old room. It's going to be tough for Dorian Singer, I think. I, I think that's going to be very difficult. Very difficult. Uh, Jeff Woodworth, uh, I'm better than Utah. There, I said it. And I think you are. You know, I think you are. <laughs> Christopher Shannon, but he'll, he'll make guest appearances on the Pat McAfee show riding a Harley but won't pay 20000 a month to get a better team. Kyle Winningham wins games. And this is not Dabo Sweeney, who is simply not operating in the transfer portal. In God's name, image, and, and likeness. Listen, I understand that there's a lot of Utah fans and a lot of Utah haters who, um, you know, want to call out Kyle Winningham and want to see the Utes fail because it's just them Mormons out there in Utah, boy. Hey, boy. Right? But it that's not... I wouldn't. I wouldn't go that way. No, I just think every year we get, hey, Utah's not going to be great, and then they find a way. And so I just wouldn't count them out, man. I would not be discounting what they're doing. And I think he's done some nice things. Look, I want Dorian Singer to be a star, but I've heard too much to to believe in it. I've heard too much to believe in it. And I think Singer's nice. I think that Tayshawn Lyons from Washington's nice. Uh, obviously. Carson Ryan from UCLA, that's a nice pickup, right?
But and those, by the way, though, you know, Carson Ryan's is enrolled, uh, which that's that's I think really important. Anthony Woods is a big pickup. Uh, the the running back from Idaho, that's a very big pickup. He's also enrolled. Like, you better find a way to get. You better find a way to get more offense. Yes. Because defense is never the trouble at, at Utah. It is a conservative offense that seemingly always winds up being the, the issue at Utah. Yeah, you're always trying to scrap for 21 points, and that just needs to change. Uh, Ochi Gary, I know way more ball than you do, Weston. Y'all going six and six. You lost your main QB, and you lost good pieces. Uh, I don't know where Weston is. I'm not sure what he said, but I'm sure it'll come back around. You guys will keep going at each other, I'm sure, which is fine. Weston Sloan, there he is. We didn't lose our QB. He got processed. Okay, what is what does that mean? Like he got booked in a jail cell? Is that what we're talking about here? Or? <clears throat> okay, well, you can just lop off. We didn't lose our QB. Are you are you are you you really want to stick with that? He got processed. Do you really want to stick with that? There, you don't lose a guy on Dylan Gabriel's level and be like, bro, we didn't lose. Guys, bro, guys, 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 guys. I mean, just because he went to, you know, hey guys, just because he went to Oregon, lose a quarterback. What? Uh, and yeah, I think that's a huge loss for you. I think it's a huge loss for you. And you look at how quiet. It's it's not like you've had a lot of incoming flights to Norman, no. right? Like it, that's a, you're a little nervous about that. And we can all sit here and we can we can shine on about you know this or that, but it's not like you you won huge battles, dude. Dylan Gabriel's a uh, 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 irreplaceable talent. The guy is he's a gamer, dude. He is the reason you beat Texas. He is the reason that you were in the college football playoff conversation for as long as you were this past season. Like you don't just go out and replace guys like Dylan Gabriel. So with all due respect, saying your quarterback got processed and you didn't mm. lose your quarterback. I'm not really sure what you mean by that. I man. mean, I, I really like what, and obviously it's Brett Venables. Who are we kidding? I love what you guys did in the trenches in the portal. But if we're talking about wide receiver, running back quarterback talent, quarterback talent's pretty important. And losing a guy like Dylan Gabriel, who is a special, special player to Oregon and calling it a process. <laughs> really? I mean, I, I, that's, that's weak ass shit. <laughs> like I think with all due respect, I think yeah. you just start, you don't want to. You're in denial, bro. Yeah. Uh, Marcus Emmert, as I leave the schedule up there the entire time, this season's going to be so fun in football. Basketball has already been an absolute treat this year with the new schools and is only getting better. I agree. I think this, but I think they're, I don't know. Is parody the right word? I think there's going to be a lot of parody in the Big 12. Yeah, I mean, it's just not assumed that it's Texas and Oklahoma and everyone else. I, I, I think now there are so many question marks about who's going to be how good and what's this year look like. I mean, you can go up and down the slate and, and it's like, all right, well, theoretically, Utah should be on top of this conference, right? Theoretically, Texas Tech should be 7-0, and right? Headed to TCU, but it, 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 there's huge questions. I mean, again, it's like saying, hey, BYU really should be bowl eligible this year. And you should have been bowl eligible. Should last have been year. eligible last year. Yeah. So, you know, I, I, I think parody is a good word for it. I think level playing field. I think, you know, uh, really opening the floodgates to just a wide open 
anybody can win it style conference, uh, A, I think is great for college football. Uh, but B, I think it puts the Big 12 in a really interesting spot because, again, we're entering the 12-team college football playoff, and and I think you have no idea who's going to represent your conference in the playoff. You have no idea. Yeah, I think it is going to be really interesting to see how all this plays out, but the portal's a game changer. Yeah. The portal's a game changer. Well, and it can like, be a negative one, too. I mean, again, we've talked all about these coaches who don't embrace it. And it's like, hey, dude, if you're not going to embrace it, I don't, you know, Gundy's not embracing it. So, again, if you're not going to embrace it and guys like Prime are coming into your conference, you're losing talent to a competitor in your conference. Yeah, I, I really don't know how you – I don't know how you – you don't just excuse away Dylan Gabriel. Yeah. You know, like, now, understand, you're also not – like who had the best portal? Ole Miss. I mean, Ole Miss. I, I don't. I'm not even sure it's an argument. Ohio State. Uh, no, I don't. I I think Ohio State got a couple of really big names. But if, if you look at if you look with what Lane Train did in the SIP, I mean, it's wild that you got guys like Logan Diggs. You lost Quinshawn Judkins, and you replaced him with Logan Diggs. Right. And then you look at the the receiving skill positions, dude. Daquan Wright from Virginia Tech and uh Antoine Wells. I mean, how, how do you how do you even explain that? Devin Price from FAU? Like it's it's crazy. And then we start looking just at like the offensive line. Um, Julius Fubolo from from Washington, uh Diego Pounds, um Gerquan Scott. It, it, and I think everybody's like, well, who the fuck are Darquan Scott, bro? He went to Southern Mississippi and who he said, f- is that guy? 8.99. And he had like 10 schools after him, right? I, I, I mean, Nate Kalepo from Washington, like, I mean, he, that's pure and other, utter domination, mm-hmm. right? And, and you get, I think Walter Nolan from AM going to the SIP is a huge get. Um, I mean, Chris Paul Jr. Uh, from Arkansas, a 9.2, huge get. That's that's what the portal's all about. Getting Trey Amos from Bama, huge get. Yeah. Huge get. You get Key Lawrence. Eh, Key Lawrence, I don't know that Key Lawrence amounts to much in, in at Old Miss. Uh, I really don't. But all of that to say you're 13 guys deep in the secondary at Old Miss. Let's, I mean, let's. Yeah, let's be honest about it. And and I think you look at what what Texas did. Um, you look at Ohio State, uh, according to on three is eighth in the country, which is pretty impressive. It's 10 skill points behind or excuse me, 15 skill points behind what Ole Miss did yeah. at number one. Yeah. I mean, no it, these are you are going to see with the decline of Alabama in this transition somebody's going to step up and and stand there. Fill that void. And it's going to be, I'm telling you, it's lane train. Because it it is, it is remarkable what he has done. It 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 truly is that the and I I I just I'm not the guy I see everybody saying like Aaron Wilson. Hello, Aaron Wilson. Screw the SEC besides Missouri. Okay. I'm not that guy. I love good football. Yeah. I love good football. I don't hate the SEC. And it, it, I think if Lane Kiffin 
is in the college football playoff, and I can't believe he wouldn't be, I think we're all better off for it in college football. Yes. Right? I mean, he is a guy that – He needs to get in. We'll see. Steve Stepanek, how are you? Do you think any other teams will get in trouble other than Michigan for betting on games? I, I think it's pervasive, and I think many teams will get in trouble. And it's hard to say how many, dude. That we is, don't even yeah. know. Yeah. We don't even know. And, and I also, I would say, don't count on Michigan being gambling. I mean, there's a chance it's not gambling. I think there is a chance it's not gambling. I think, I don't know how it's not. I don't know how it's not. That would be, whew, that'd be rough. Uh, Mike, Dion fans and channels are drinking the Kool-Aid again, thinking they're going to be national champs. I, I don't think it's national champs. I think the guy went out and beat everybody else's ass on in the conference, certainly, in the trenches. And where did they get beat severely? On the defensive line and on the offensive line. And he completely flipped the script on that. And I don't think you see, like, it, it's stuff like this yeah. that I, I don't know why people hate the SEC. Why do you hate Deion Sanders? Why do you hate? If you're a Texas fan, okay, you hate Oklahoma. If you're an Oklahoma fan, okay, you hate Dylan Gabriel, apparently. Like, I get it. But I don't understand why Why do people hate the SEC? Because they're good. That's why you hate him. Why do you hate Deion Sanders? Because he's in front of your face constantly. And because you know he's going to win. Because he's good. Yeah. The guy, I, I, I don't, I just don't, I don't drink the haterade that most people drink. Yeah. And... I think we're in a, yeah, I would agree with that, Marcus. I think people hate seeing others succeed. 100%. Yeah, I, I think it's as simple as that. And I think that Dion, you know, the way Dion does his publicity, like all the social media stuff and all the video they create and everything, like it's a little bit different than a traditional mindset. And I think people hate on him for that too. And it just is what it is. Yeah. The eye patch. Then it's settled. Lane Kiffin wins a nat. No, come on. I think if we're talking about national championships, you got to look at the Big Ten. I think Dan Lanning, if Dan Lanning doesn't win it this year, he might never win it. I mean, if we're if we're being honest, if Dan Lanning doesn't win it now, when is he going to win it? Because again, he had an incredible portal. Mm -hmm. Dylan Gabriel plus, like the guy had an incredible portal. If he doesn't win it now, when's he going to win it? You know, like his, he he what do, what do we have a better chance of? Do we have a better chance of actually giving away an Amazon $100 Amazon gift card today for likes on the show? Or do we do we get a Dan Lanning championship? Because here we are, a thousand views in the last 45 minutes, and we're only at 78 likes. Come on, guys. So I'm saying there's 264 people watching the show. If we can get to 122 additional likes, 200 likes. In the next four minutes. All you got to do is hit a like button, man. It's not hard. 266 people watching the show. And we're if you hit the like button, we're going to give away a $100 Amazon gift card to somebody in the next four minutes. Do it. But we got to get, we got, and I'll even pause for the cause to drink the buck shot, yeah. right? Bucktop.com, the official energy drink of the Monty show. Use the promo code Monty. Get 20% off at checkout. And hit the like button. Okay, got 97 likes to go. 264 people watching the show. Meatheads. Anyway. 
insulting you probably is not the get right it way. Get it done, go. man. We've been trying to give away a gift card for like two weeks now. Yeah, I, I we have. It's been a pretty it's been a pretty dry stretch for giving away Amazon gift cards. And I'd really like to give one away. You know, this is the last week we're doing afternoons full time. Next week we go to mornings. Mm -hmm. Right? We're at 113 with two and a half minutes to go. All we need 85 more likes now. Hit the Come like on. button. Hit yes, the yes, like yes. button. Do it. We're at 115, 120 with 269 viewers. Come Hit on. the like button. And I'll keep reading some comments. Hit the like button. And we'll we'll give away an Amazon gift card. Uh, Stephen Smith, what are your thoughts on K-State-Iowa State scandal in basketball where Iowa State alleged, I don't care. Uh, yeah, I couldn't care less. If you are if you are having your huddle spied on, that's on you. <laughs> I could not. Like, so many people have, have Bro, asked me about this. Are, are, do we have, you know, are they banging garbage cans and using, you know, Apple watches and cameras to spy on your coach drawing up a play, dude? As if they don't know what play is coming already? Come on, dude. Come I on. am, and I, I was reading this story the other day. And people are like, oh, my God, can you believe? Guys, 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 guys. One guy on Twitter was like, is this worse than Belichick? And it's like, dude. Schemers trying to control their little worlds. Stop. Stop with this. Um, I think the craziest part is most people say it never happened. <laughs> That's the worst part of it, right? It, it, it's it, it, in, my, in my opinion, it's ridiculous on two sides. Because it's illegal. Number one, I don't think it's just to Iowa State. It's, it, it's, it's not just to Iowa State, right? Like it, their entire basketball crew, they bust their asses. And now it's like, oh, they cheated money. They're Bill Belichick. No, no, it's not. Um. No, it's not. Going to Flakegate. It's just, it, get out of here. I'm so tired of the Iowa State cheated. Just stop. You got your ass beat. <laughs> Deal with it. Deal with it. Guys, right? guys, guys, guys. We are the new Michigan cheating scandal. It happened to us. Yes, Jimmy Otson. Stop. Nobody is worse than Belichick. Exactly right. Yeah, I'm not talking about that. Mike says, why is Vegas taking bets right Colorado? at Because they can. That's their job. They take bets. Yeah, their that's job what is they, to make money, dude. That's what they do in Vegas. Bro, I'm not. It, you're in the wrong place if you think we're going to sit here and talk about how shitty Colorado is going to be. I, I'm not rooting against anybody's team or anybody to fail or that's not the show, man. Wrong show. And I don't believe that Deion Sanders is going to fail. You know, you know, uh, Wasikowski, at least Michigan knew how to cover it up. <laughs> yeah, by creating a line item on a piece of paper. Come unlike, on, unlike the Lions who, you know, didn't cover anything and, you know, they're no, not going to do it. Not gonna do it. Y'all reading all this cap ass shit. Dave Patrick, it's full of BS started by BYU. It's all BYU. Right. Fault. It's all, all BYU, dude. Lock stock and penis. It's all it's all BYU's. Lock fault. stock and cougar tail. Uh these are all small arenas. Everyone is looking over everyone's shoulder. You know it's going to happen. If you think people aren't lip reading or uh, dude, come on. Go out and put the ball in the hole. Come on. It's that easy. Come on. It's not you know our I mean? fault like, you couldn't make a shot, dude. It, it's wild to me that people still engage in this. Well, they cheated, Monty. Here I am. Monty, I saw it. 
Hey, Monty, he had his uh, he had his VCR recorder out, and he cheated, and I saw it. <laughs> I, I just they they so essentially what they're accusing Iowa State of. I want to make sure people know this that they put managers and uh, disguised as towel and Gatorade boys behind the K-State bench to spy on their huddles. Me? If that's how you got spied on, just quit now. It, like, <laughs> if that's what Crack beat you... Up, we're out of here! If, if that's what beat you, and you're claiming they record what the, you recorded the huddles on your on their cell phones. Who are you, Connor Stallions? Fine Steeler guy. Like, are you kidding me? <laughs> well, look, Monty. Buddy's wearing Ray Bans behind the bench. <laughs> Monty, they had those Motorola Razors, <laughs> and they flipped that bad boy open, and I saw them hit record, and they pointed it at my keister. I don't break the rules. So what are they? Are they stealing signs or are are they recording my rectum? Either way, I don't feel good about it, Monty. Yeah, I'm not talking about that. Come on, Monty. We're really? Dude, you're saying that they fake towel boys to steal your signs. Yeah, Sean. Look over your shoulder gate. Like, what are we doing, dude? Stand tighter together? I, I don't know. Like, Stand tighter together. Who cares? <laughs> I don't care my huddle. It's on TV. I don't care, you idiots. Yeah. Right? Like, they're not. It's on TV. It's really despicable. Shut the fuck up. It's ridiculous. Dave Patrick, stop repeating others' ideas. Who's repeating others' <laughs> ideas? Okay. okay, what ideas are we repeating? I, I don't. So know. let me get this right. So, so you're you're Catholic, you're Mormon, you're old, I'm you're dead. young, I'm and dead you're dying. Like, no, I'm tomorrow. dead already. Oh, you're dead already. My soul, I'm going to hell. Well, is that why you don't watch any games? Is yeah. that is that the reason? Yeah. We, uh, apparently, online, I'm the guy that curses and hates Jesus. Yeah, you take the Lord's name in vain. Well, you know. You know, that's why I'm going to hell if it's real, because I don't think it is. I Look, I get it. God bless. Okay, you, the, your version of Jesus is pissed and spiteful, and he kills people. Okay. Cool, man. You do you. My bad. I'll be over here, man. Just chilling, bro. Just chilling, man. I'll be over here. Ask all the Maverick fans on Twitter today. All I do is talk college. One dude on, on Twitter today is like, all you know is talk college football and golf, Monty. Stick it to, is what it is. Stick to everything but the Mavs. I got the... Get Luca's name out of your mouth. Yeah, I'll do that. How about that? I'm going to get on that right now. I'll get a toothbrush and just scrub my tongue. It <laughs> never happened again, Luca. Oh, damn. My, name is my bad. <laughs> Stop repeating others' ideas. Okay. You know, <laughs> it's so funny. This guy's got to be a troller. It, he's got to be a troller. Um, Dave Patrick also says BYU like Muslims can cheat lie as long as victims are not Mormon. I right, <laughs> dude. What is it? This show is wild lately. Cheating, lying, and then playing the victim. Speaking of out of control, Boston Mapes thought it was odd the Big Twelve didn't want to put their biggest rivalry game during Rivalry Week. What's their? Yeah, what you mean, bro? I don't know. What do you What's mean? What's their biggest rivalry game? I'm, I'm unsure. Is that a BYU Utah reference or no? Because that's clearly not the biggest rivalry in the Yeah, Big I was going to say that's not the biggest rivalry. Are you in the Big kidding 12, me right bro. now? Um, I it, and it's obviously not Arizona ASU. Here's the other thing. It's like, oh my god, how can you not have BYU and Utah in the last week of the year? 
You know, I mean, general conference be damned. Monty. <laughs> so let me get this right. You were pissed there was a game. You didn't want it to come back. Now the game is back. You're still pissed. And now you're really pissed because it's not the week that you wanted it. So you don't have as much time as you thought you had to sew your red and blue sweatshirt together. Oh, Monty. Monty, hey, Monty, get ready for GC, man. Yeah, uh, Monty, we can't do it. Yeah. You know, I'm... Don't play intramurals, brother. Dakota Tubbs, Monty is definitely rooting against every one of Gary's Flavor of the Month teams. There's no <laughs> doubt about that. Yeah, you know. Gary, what's the Flavor of the Month for February, Now, bro? listen, Gary. Gary? I know you don't wear deodorant, and you constantly tell me what restaurants... Gary... Anybody that wants a good Indian restaurant in the state of Utah needs to go to OG Gary because I and I'm not even joking. OG Gary experts has the hookup on the best Indian food in the in in the the great state of well the average state of Utah. Right, right. But my man is a fan of like. Well, listen, guys. I once nice, guys, guys, I guys. once bought a used book and it was you know originally printed. Uh, in Happy Valley, Pennsylvania. So now what the I'm fuck a are you talking fan about? of the fighting Paternos. Could have happened to anybody. Lock the shower door. Pause, bro. Pause. <laughs> I'm now for sure I'm going to hell. Um, Boston Mapes. Damn, I just got tannered. <laughs> Me? <laughs> oh, wait, I didn't. Where are we at on likes? We are only at, oh, oh, you guys, 264 watching. We want to give away a $100 Amazon gift card. They today. let you down. Rose, it is 57. I think we have to wait till next hour. Yeah. Well, I, I you know, I, do you guys want Like, a, what do you want? What would incentivize you to like the show more? Like, what, like, is an Amazon, $100 Amazon gift card not enough? Like, like, do, do we need to go back to, like, game consoles and stuff? Because like, we're, like, deal, 0 for dude? 58 trying yeah. to give away this last Amazon gift card. Yeah, I mean, your guys' percentage isn't as bad as Luca's, but it's getting there. You know what I mean? Like, come on. Oh, geez, Mike Smith. Oh, my bad. Damn, I'm trying, Monty. Okay, Sean. Uh, God, stop commenting. <laughs> Doesn't make you feel responsible. Carruthers, you call us meatheads and expect us to like the video? Well, <laughs> you were the, weren't you one of the people who were like, don't you call me a hyena? Okay, I switched to meathead and you still are upset about Donnie, it. please. No, I'm kidding. Uh, <laughs> Mike Smith, Mormon Monty going to hell because it's leap year. Oh. So that, and I'm, I just want to understand, Mountain okay. Mama, you're saying that the portal to the depths of hell only opens in leap year. So, as a and, and I'm I'm gonna try Please and get, get this, this right. right. Please get it right. As an old recovering Catholic Mormon who's dead. That's fucking interesting, man. Or no, am I dead or de whatever it is? Um, I don't quite understand the portal to hell thing. <laughs> I mean, oh my god, <laughs> the demons are coming out. The demons. It's the second time this year that's happened. The sinners. It's fine. It's fine. Gabriel says, give away Super Bowl tickets. Come Guy, on, man. Come on. You guys aren't worth eight grand a come ticket. On, Jesus. Uh, what do you think we're made of money over here? Carruthers, you never called me a hyena. Shut up, hyena. What's up, big bro? Carruthers is like, no, you call me a meathead, bro. You can call me a hyena. Just don't call me no meathead. How do you spell hyena? 
Um, I it's it's you a know. lot of fun. Uh, Shouty says time for a buckshot. Already had. Already one. had it, dude. You're late. Gary uh, Gist says great show, guys. Appreciate it. Amazon gift cards going to enter the portal to a different show so he can be gifted, right? Yeah, that's what I'm saying, dude. Like, how hard is this right now? Yeah, we're at a hundred. Okay, I'll do it again. It is. It and is. Again. When it gets to the, it's fifty nine past. Starting at at four o'clock Mountain, mm-hmm. six o'clock Eastern. Mm-hmm. I'll give you five minutes. Now, no, it's not. There's 252 of you hyenas watching the show. 58 of you guys. Uh, that's all you need. Do it. Okay, it's four o'clock right now. Do it. 139 likes. Great. So now we went from 142 to 139. If uh, if in the next three minutes, 60 people do it, hit the like button. We'll give away a hundred dollar Amazon gift card. Do it. Rando. Totally rando. Starting now. Do it. It is what it is. Get it done. All right. Big shout out to our guy, Sean Rollins, who gifted five Monty Show memberships. Appreciate you, Sean. Love you, bro. Thank you. Welcome to the Monty Show, presented by our good friends uh, at Prize Picks. The official daily fantasy partner of the Monty Show is prizepicks.com. You guys, I got piped on Prize Picks last night. Speaking of pipage. Y'all reading all this cap ass shit. Dude. Dude, not ideal brutal, last night. Brutal. Um, I got like I got wood shedded. And if hell is real, last night on prize picks was it. Um, because last night I had Russell Westbrook mm-hmm. 17 points in rebounds. He hit the number on the head. Boom. Daddy's going pimp, right? Boom. Out of here. All right, we're in good shape. All right, Devin Booker, 40 or more points, rebounds, and assist. I'm good, right? I pick more. I needed 41. He finished at 39. And then there's Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant. And really, it's Bam Adebayo. 43 and a half points combined. No. They finished at 28. They finished at 28, and my back hurts. Okay. Taco Tuesday promotion on prize picks. DeMar DeRozan discounted to 19 and a half points tonight. Ooh, I like that a lot. I actually, I as you guys know, I am an unabashed, unapologetic. Chicago Bulls suffer. Yeah. Um, and I am just here to tell you that, yes, I'm, I love that. Uh, by the way, you have two minutes from right now. All we need is 44 more likes, 244 people watching. Yeah. I will give one of you hyenas. And I'll just uh, Gabriel, Shouty, Mark Hales, Mike Smith, Joseph Harper, Johnny Gonzalez. Johnny Gonzalez. Weston Sloan. No, I'm not giving it to Weston Sloan. No, uh, no. no. No, sir, Weston, bro. So I tried to give it to you, but you got processed out, bro. I couldn't give it to you. You got processed out. <laughs> Isn't Weston the one who said that Dylan Gabriel? Okay, check this. Out? Check this out of Prize Picks. Uh-huh. Dejounte Murray against the Lakers tonight on a demon twenty four and a half points. Oh, you have to. You have to. You why? have to take that. Do you bro, not? Why do you do this? Because shit to me? It's, like, why? it's a good number, dude. No, it's not. It's twenty four and a half points on Dejounte Murray. You know, I gave life to you through my my bodily fluids, and this is the way you treat me. This is your beloved. No, it's not. Hiscock. I'm on a. F- <laughs> it's very true. Okay, so. Let's see. NBA board tonight. Yeah. Taco Tuesday. Yep. So I took the DeMar Taco Tuesday. You have to. You have to. Took it more. Now, I'm going out on a limb here, and I'm probably going to lose on this. Keontae George. Keontae! Nine- Key! 
nine points. All right, but oh, you're not going to lose on that. Um, you're going to take less, right? No more, dude. Get the hell out of here, uh, bro. What about okay points combo? Combo. Larry Markinen and Jalen Brunson at fifty-five and a half. But didn't you get piped on this last night? No. Yeah, on book and Carlin. Right. Towns. No, on Bam out of bio and Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant. Because I'm stupid and right. I took Bam out of bio to do anything resembling offense. Yeah. I think I got to go more on that. On which one? On Lori Marketing and Jalen Brunson. It's at the garden. 55 and a half. That's a, uh, that's a lot of points, dog. Uh, LeBron and Trey Young are 54 and a half. Scotty Barnes and DeMar DeRozan. Hey, baby. Uh, 47 lowest number of the night there. No, I think I probably it's either Jalen Brunson and Laurie at 55 and a half or LeBron and Steph at 57 and a half. I'm not talking your ass out of this one. You pick your own. I'm going, okay, we'll go, we'll go that way. Yeah. Cause you're terrible at prize. Picks. So I got Demar, I got Keontae and, hey. and I'm taking DeJounte Murray for more than 24 and a half tonight against the Lakers. And then I'm going John Collins more than 13 points. More than 55 and a half and more than 19 and a half. No flipping power play, you jerks. So with a flex uh, play on the demon, it's $20 to win 70. Okay, what? Where's the demon? The demon. What What do you have for demon? DeJounte Murray, 24 and a half points. Oh, man, that's tough. Colin Sexton, 24 and a half. Hell no. Um... But it's again, I'm only taking Murray because it's against the Lakers and it's the trade talk and he's motivated. Dude, the demons are tough tonight. Yeah, I think I'm staying away from it. Okay. We're going 30 bucks. 30 doll hairs? 30 doll hairs. Okay. I think we're going 30 doll hairs. Play prize picks. Promo code Monty. Do it. All right. $30 on a flex pick. Yeah. To win $67.50. There you go. That'd be a nice pickup. Yeah, dude. Because I have not yeah, had a good week. Last night was awful, bro. Last night was brutal. All right, I'm placing that. Oh, the max entry amount when using this discount projection is $25. You cheap Fs. You cheap Fs. <laughs> okay, 56.25. Jerks. All right, successfully submitted. Prizepicks.com. Use the promo code Monty to get 100% deposit matching. Uh, at prizepicks.com. Okay, did you hyenas hit the like button? Not even no? close. 167. 167. Fucking donkey. Like, we're trying to give you money here, guys. Yeah, and, and we are. We like, are trying literally. to give you, we're, we're trying to give you, you know, uh, Brady Cook. What moves do you want to see the Jazz make? I want to see them sell the team to an owner who gives a damn about oh, winning an NBA championship. Are we clear on that? Is that succinct enough? Is that, is, is that, dude, bro? I'm serious. We're, and, and we're, you're you're gonna make people ring the phone, dude. Don't piss them off. Yeah, I talked to my jazz guy, and he said that after that loss last night, because let, let's be honest, last night was last night was embarrassing. That was not cool. Last not night good. was. I, I don't even, what do you describe? Was last night a, a dismantling? Was last night a a no-show? That's what I would call it, yeah. I mean, Keontae George was a minus 26 and he scored 21 points. Gee, like, 
Are you kidding me? Give me a jelly bean. <laughs> I don't know what that means, but I'm not allowed to say cheese and but rice wait, anymore. Wait, dude, this team is hot right now, man. And I, I, I look at the numbers and I say to myself, you're playing Brooklyn. That's eight games under 500. And your best player puts up 13 points on four of 12 from the floor. But all due respect. Colin Sexton, six points. They had no semblance of offense last night. Nothing. He shot 33% from three. Yeah. And we're supposed to believe that you're giving up 47% from three point. And you want me to believe that this team's going in the right direction. And Laurie Marketing is the greatest player ever. And oh my God, Bonnie, you're Bonnie, God damn it. Die, you old Mormon, you fat pig. No. Right? Like that's, I'm supposed to buy into Lori Markinen's the best player anybody's ever seen. Holy geez, Louise, it's Stockton, Malone, and then, oh my God, how on earth is Lori Markinen not there? Statue, my please. Statue. Oh, you know why he's not there? Because you Utah Jazz hyena fans are like, oh my God, oh my God, the, I need the minivan. Man, put a statue up in the minivan. What are you, must? But George Nang's the greatest player we've ever had. Dude. Stockton Malone. Miniman. Daniel House. Listen to me. Daniel House, it's a defensive stalwart. <laughs> I am warning you right now Dude. that this team, the Utah Jazz right now, they're irrelevant. And we can sit here and Ryan Smith, again, keep getting your free pass in the Utah media, bro. Yep. Keep loving that. Ride that train, my guy. Yeah. I am telling you now. This team is irrelevant until he focuses on winning an NBA championship. Stop spreading your bread all over the place and winning nothing because there's this myth out there, thanks to guys like Pat McAfee and everybody else in this town, that anything Ryan Smith's touched turns to gold. Well, apparently not. That's I'm, bullshit. I'm going to go ahead and say that that's some soft-ass like pewter because the Jazz aren't winning. Real Salt Lake are not winning. Right? Where's, oh my God, the Salt Lake City wants the Oakland A's driving home from the, the GZ this weekend after dominating the Ledges golf course because Pimp's going to pimp. I'm looking at billboards that say Salt Lake wants the A's. The hell we do. <laughs> the hell we do. I don't need another dog with fleas. Uh, I don't need another dog with fleas, dude. I don't need another part-time organization here, bro. And the best part is, why are the Utah Grizzlies putting 10,000 fans a game in their building now? Oh, that's right. You don't know that the Utah Grizzlies are a minor league hockey team. And a fantastic one. Fast-paced, great style of hockey, great head coach, great general manager. Love those guys over there. They're not 10,000 fans a night, unless Ryan Smith is trying to get the NHL in Salt Lake City. Mm -hmm. And all of a sudden, the building's full. By the way, still haven't seen all that market research they allegedly did. Yeah, I, it's it's wild to me. It's wild to me. It is it is just wild to me. I it is so, what it is. What moves do we want the Jazz to make? Anything that makes you better, dude. Anything that gives this team some semblance of direction. And I'm not. You know what? I feel bad. Like I'm. I'm. And and Brady and everybody else that's a Jazz fan. Listen, I. I and we're about to talk about Luca and the and the Mavericks here in a minute. You either are or you're not. And the Utah Jazz are not. They're not. Ryan Smith, you're not. You're not it, dude. You're not. Sorry. I know you want to be. I know you'd like to be. You're not it. Because Ryan Smith is not focused on doing everything this team can do to win. He's focused on making sure he pays off his debt service. Period. 
I talked to a jazz guy the other night and he, I asked him point blank, where is all this market research about how Utah and, and sports fans in the state of Utah want the NHL? Not my, we didn't do market research. Um, so what did you do? You came up with a marketing plan to put yourself in, in a position where you look like you're Utah strong and we're doing this and it's smoke and mirrors. Oh, it's smoke and mirrors, man. He wants a new arena that he doesn't have to pay for or pay as little as possible for a brand new arena. That's not going to be downtown. It's going to be in Draper. At least that's the last we heard. Just be honest about who this guy is. Yeah. He's a guy that hides behind his friends in the media. He owns the sports talk in, in Salt Lake City, so nobody ever questions him. Nobody writes a tough word about him in the papers. Nobody writes online about him. Everybody kisses Doesn't Ryan Smith's Doesn't write a Smith's tough ass. word about the in the papers. They're laying they're laying off the beat writers for the Jazz in the paper. It it but. just it just is what it is. It is what it is. It is what it is. Eric Wasikowski, Utah is a minor league state. Wrong. Wrong. Minor league, no. We don't have the infrastructure. We don't have things like, I don't know, housing and water to support multiple professional franchises. We don't have that. We don't have, like, I, I, I love how everybody's like, Silicon Slopes, bro. Drive the 15 freeway corridor and look at all the empty office buildings. Do it. You drive by in living in Utah, there's this big thing about Silicon Slopes and all the tech and all the companies and MX this and Qualtrics that. Look how many empty office buildings. Oh, Monty, that's a pandemic around the country, man. Sure, totally agree with you. Not talking about the rest of the country, bro. And that doesn't mean that it's not impacting the economy in the state of Utah. That's not what that means. You want to be a great marketer? Ryan Smith is a great marketer. Fantastic. You want to win a championship? Probably ought to go to another owner because he ain't it. You're not it. You're not it. You hide behind the media. You hide behind Will Hardy's a great coach. I don't know, is he? Because I'm not seeing that. I'm watching your young point guard score 21 points and still be minus 26. Just for note, that's terrible. I don't watch games. I get it. That's terrible. I'm watching you as a minority owner of RSL and they're not better than they were before you got there. Thanks for the money, but you're they're not better. They're they're not better. It is what it is. Uh Jacob DeLambo brought trade Mitchell to not do she. What a joke. Bunch of frauds. And oh, listen, it's a fact, dude. It's a fact. Danny Ainge, and we've talked, I've talked about this on this show multiple times. Let's go back to the Jordan Clarkson thing. You really want to get into this on the in the weeds on the jazz? I'm here for it. You look, you look at Jordan Clarkson. And Jordan Clarkson did not, does not, has not wanted to be here for probably 18 months. And he opted into his contract. And why did they, why did he opt into his contract? One, I don't think the market was out there. He thought was out there. I think he was having trouble getting a multi-year deal. And Ryan Smith wanted him back. Why is that? Fans like him, purple jerseys, buildings full. Okay, great. He's been not very good. And now you're going to trade him at the deadline because why did he sign his option? They promised to trade him at the deadline to a contender. And I think they will. Yeah. I have no doubt they will, but yeah. Don't. <clears throat> but again, that decision-making process tells me everything I need to know. You're, you're doing a deal with a player because you're concerned that your fans will like him because you sold off your best talent. And you know, you're not going to be good. 
Okay, we get it. We get it. Instead of saying, yeah, this guy's probably past his prime, and now he's definitely past his prime, but at that time, yeah, this guy's probably past his prime, and while, yeah, he is a fan favorite and he's been great in the, in the market, it's time to move on from Jordan Clarkson. He is the last guy from the prior team. It's time to move him. It's been time to move him. By the way, do you not have egg on your face from the fact that you rolled him into the starting lineup and now he's done better once again coming off the bench because, you know, he's a six-man-of-the-year guy. He's a guy that comes off the bench and really contributes. By the way, you put him in a position where he had to go into the media and make comments about how, yeah, you know, it's better for me to come off the bench. Like, that's kind of the role I feel at home in. Like, you're putting this guy in tough spots. He's having to explain why he got demoted back to the bench. When the reality is that's his best fit. He's a six-man of the year for a reason. So why are we trying to marry up to a guy that really all he is is a tool on a championship lineup? He's a guy that comes off the bench on a championship team and gives you 15 to 20 a night in 8 to 10-minute spurts. That's his job. He's made a career out of it, and he's very good at it. Do you know why he's not very good on this team anymore? It's not because all of a sudden he forgot how to shoot a basketball. I can tell you that. It's because they don't run offense. Why do they give up whatever that was, 147 last night or whatever it was? Because they miss a bunch of shots, they don't play transition defense, yes. and then their attitude sucks in the second half, yes. and they're not really trying to win that game. So yep. don't tell me that Will Hardy is some amazing head coach. He's a young head coach, got a lot of raw talent. I'm sure he's going to have a damn good career but he doesn't have what he needs in this lineup to go out and get it done. And I'm not sure that, that you're trying to give him more right now. That's what bothers me. You're trying to sell us that this team's going in the right direction rather than taking the payroll, turning that dial up and going out and getting talent. Yeah, I, I think, and it's interesting. We bring up the Dallas Mavericks now because I actually think Mark Cuban does everything that he can do on a pretty re regular basis to win a championship, right? Today, Jason Kidd um, went on the Mavs flagship station in Dallas and said something that I'm not even sure that boastful Mark Cuban would want to back up. Um, I've said this uh, before and I'll say it, you know, for as long as I'm here is you can't take this young man for granted. Um, he's better than Dirk. Uh, he's in the in the in the atmosphere of MJ, uh, the best to ever do it. LeBron, uh, Kobe, um, and so just to appreciate what uh, this young man's doing at the age of 24 is uh, something that Dallas has never seen. Um, and and I've said this uh, internally. He is better than Dirk. Uh, he does things that Dirk could never do. And now is, you know, the opportunity of getting the right people around him to to ultimately win a championship. He's not better than Dirk. I, I'm sorry. Like, and I love Jason Kidd. His whole, you don't always have to be negative. Mm -hmm. I you don't always have to be negative. Like, I, I love Jason Kidd. I loved him as a player. Don't love him as a husband. But love the kid as a player, right? And the thing that I struggle with with Jason here is I'd probably be saying the same thing. Luca is coming out of this stretch last week where he had a fan ejected because a fan told him he was out of shape. He is out of shape. His endurance is a big problem. There's no question about that. He is not a guy who I believe can be the face of your franchise mm -hmm. and win a championship. And when I ask about, about Luca, 
Can Luka Doncic be the best player on a championship team? And uh, I think the answer is no. Yeah, I mean, I think he's shown us that's just not the case. I, I think Luka's had good talent to work with, and it, it just hasn't worked out. And, and the only reason it's worked with Kyrie on some level is because Kyrie needed a home and had nowhere else to go. And so Kyrie's kind of backed off the media outlashings. And in the biggest moment last year, in the playoffs, I believe it was, you couldn't figure out who was going to take that final three. Right. And and so to me, I, I look at it and I say, hey, dude, like this guy's not better than Kobe. This guy's definitely not better than LeBron James. Now, does he fill up a point sheet? Does he give you the triple-double? Sure. You see the kind of defense this guy's got to work with? He's he he the league does not play defense anymore, man. No, I'd agree with that. So yeah. so don't tell me, and I love this argument. We do it with Braun and Mike, we do it with Kobe, like we do it with all the the 90s, 2000s guys when we compare them to today's stars. The 90s, 2000s era in the NBA was was street fighting compared to what we have today. And and that's why I say you put Luca in a tougher league, a league where the whistle doesn't blow as much, and he's not the same guy. But uh, but I don't think we need to do this. I agree with that. I agree with that. We don't need to do this. We don't need to compare Luka Doncic to Kobe, Michael, Dirk. Dirk Nowitzki is one of the most beloved figures in the history of the state of Texas. Why are we trying to... Is that the level... Like, why are we trying to compare Luka Doncic, who at the same age hasn't won nearly as much as Magic and Kobe? Like, he hasn't won as much as Tony Parker. And I said that on Twitter today, and Mavs fans were like, well, you had Tim Duncan. You didn't You didn't say, hey, with the same team around him, right? Like, I, Luka Doncic is a very good player. He is an elite offensive player. He's not a great defender. He's not a wanting rebounder. He is a great offensive player. Until he is a well-rounded player, you can't put him in the same conversation as Mike. You can't put him in the... Do you understand what Michael Jordan and Kobe Bryant turned into later in their careers defensively? Like, they turned into stoppers. Now, can Luka do that? Maybe. I don't, I don't think physically he's dedicated to the game like that. He's already one of the best offensive players of his generation. Why are we trying to compare him to... Dirk, because all you're doing is knocking Dirk down. And I, I just think in Dallas, we don't need to be doing that. Like Dirk Nowitzki, Dirk Nowitzki created a generation of Mavericks fans. Dirk Nowitzki cemented the legacy of Mark Cuban through some really difficult times, I would remind you. Mm -hmm. So I just, I don't know why we have to do this thing where we, where we want to knock Dirk down to promote Luka. Can't we just say that Luca is a, a a wonderful, wonderful offensive player? Yeah, just I, I think we can say that, and I think to your point, like we should say he's not yet a championship caliber player because championship caliber players play on both ends of the floor. They make their yes. teammates better. They they support their teammates. They do a lot of things that he doesn't do. That doesn't mean Luca sucks, but not at all. But the idea that that we're sitting here throwing this guy in the same conversation as the greats is crazy to me. And yeah, he did some things in Europe as a youngster. He did. And that's because he's really talented and he's just better than you at basketball. But that doesn't mean that we should be sitting here saying that this guy all of a sudden is a winner. He was a winner in Europe. He has not been a winner in the NBA. He has not transformed the guys around him. No. 
And I think if you look at, it's unfair to compare him to Tony Parker. Tony didn't carry the scoring load that Luca's required to. But let's also not forget that he's got a world-class anti-Semite playing next to him now in Kyrie Irving, right? Like he's, oh, I mean to say a world-class <laughs> point guard. <laughs> Two things can be true. Oh, he man, is He dude. is an incredible, he's got an incredible talent next to him in Kyrie Irving. And I agree, he has got a bunch of B-level talent, but there's also something to be said. Like if we if we start looking at, look like if you look at the Mavs cap, this is the first thing I went and looked at when I was when I was listening to Jason Kidd this morning do this because I just don't, for the life of me, understand why Jason Kidd would say this when Luka Doncic is making forty million dollars with one hundred and seventy eight million dollars remaining because I don't know how you build around that and on top of that. America's favorite anti-Semite Kyrie Irving is making $120 million. You know. And then your next best player is probably Grant Williams. That's all I should have to say about that. Mm -hmm. Tim Hardaway Jr., he's a he's a role player, spot-up shooter, period, right? Rashawn Holmes, Maxi Gleba, like all these other guys. The most exciting guy on that roster is probably Derek Lively, right? Right. I think we all would agree with that. But you look at guys on that roster, you like Dante Exum, does Dante Exum excite you and be like, wow, Dante Exum's here. Oh my God. Oh my God. We're going to win. No, you need another guy there. You need a, you need at least one more guy there to, to have an opportunity to go and win. Mm -hmm. And I, because I just think Luca doesn't make the guys around him better. Now, are we seeing improvement in Lucas' game? Yes. His free throw percentage alone tells you he is he is working in the summer. Homeboy needs to be able to play four quarters at high pace, and yeah. he cannot. Yeah. So, and by the way, the other thing he needs to work on is is, is his attitude when he's tired because he gets pissy pretty quick. I would agree with that. I would agree with that. So let's get your comments in here, uh, Ron Nolan. My name is Luca. I live on the second floor. Yes, you live below me. Okay. My name is Luca. I live on the second floor. My name is Luca. Oh. <clears throat> um, let's see. Ram Spencer. Ram. I would not Ram Spencer. Spencer's a very nice guy, and I just think physical violence is wrong. <laughs> <laughs> People are always underestimating that team. If you mean the Mavs. Uh, Joseph Carruthers, Luca Donkey. That's one of the other things that drives me crazy about Luca. Mm -hmm. Always the victim. Always. Oh, the, the like the whole run-in with the Dallas media and Tim McMahon the other day. Um, the the officials, the tantrums. It's always somebody. It's always somebody out to get Luca. It's a personal affront. It's a vendetta. You know, you know, it it is what it is. Oh, is that true, Harry Austin? John Angelos agrees to sell the Baltimore Orioles to two private equity billionaires. That would be massive for the city of Baltimore and the state of Maryland. If that is in fact the case, that is, that's huge. Cause that team is, that team is just floundering. I, I hope that is absolutely true. And John Arand at the puck, uh, puck news, uh, Orioles are the subject, um, of his first breaking news story, a group led by private equity billionaires David Rubenstein and Mike 
Arugetti is buying the Orioles for $1.7 billion. Huge. That's massive. Huge, man. Holy cow. That is a big flipping deal. That is a big flipping deal. Good for Baltimore. Baltimore is a town that needs that. Hell yeah, they do. Because the Orioles should have won many, many times over. Many, many times over. Uh, Johnny Gonzalez. Gonzalez. Dallas hurting in selling tickets that they have to downgrade the last guy to promote the current. Kyrie, well, he does. He does. Clint Moses. Uh, Luca is the little fundamental. Phenomenal, talented offensive player. Yeah. I mean, and, and let's... Let's be very clear about this. I don't hate Luca. I would absolutely spend time with his mom. <laughs> I don't hate Luca. I would spend time with his mom. His yes. You would not. Holden Middick. Yeah, I would. His mom's hot. There's no doubt. No doubt. I was just talking about sharing a coffee to find Macaque. out background information on Luca. Oh, is it possible that they could ride the D? I mean, I mean, it's possible. Okay. Uh, the eye patch. I'm surprised I stayed this long for NBA talk. So Utah is a favorite to win the Big Twelve, correct? Okay. Jeff Wilbert, did you see Victor's dunk over Chet? I did. Man, he yeah. got at least three inches in the air on that. See what the three inches. Victor's the way. And from what I understand, Jeff, you know exactly how long three inches is. <laughs> uh, Keaton Critchlow, if Ryan just focused on RSL and the Jazz, I would be content. Just make those teams better, please. Yeah, that's is not it who that much? Ryan is, though, is it? Is it that much to ask? CJ Vance, how are you? Uh, Monty, you need to get Ryan Smith focused. The guy can't zero in on anything. That's what I'm saying. Uh, Giggity, Lucas' mom is greater than Dirk's mom. Oh, God, I don't even know who do. Is Dirk's mom hot? I don't know. Grow up, giggity. <laughs> no, please actually do not grow up. Uh, Willie Wilson, Luca is making his free throws this year. Exactly. That's an important improvement in his game. Uh, now he needs to learn how to make others around him better. Mm -hmm. For now, he's just a ball hog. I totally agree. He, he I totally agree. 100%. The Mavs need someone like an AD. I don't understand the Christian Wood trade thing but that's just me any booker in town screwed my prize picks yesterday bro G um um I, like i'm not i'm if you ask again mavs fans today on twitter if you ask mavs fans on twitter today i'm pretty stupid you have to be nice to stupid people but how did the booker towns thing miss yesterday <laughs> how how they wait, knew you wait. were playing it. Let me say this louder. Russell Westbrook hit his number and Booker and Towns did not? Who am I, Luca? I'm going to throw a water bottle. <laughs> Unbelievable. Unbelievable. It, 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 mm, it's wild. It's wild. Uh, Robert Fowler, food for Baltimore, need to find someone who will spend money. And they have, I, well, I would think if you're paying 1.7 billion, you need to make at least that back. Yeah. Uh, Mickey Quintana. Hey, Mickey. Whoa. Uh, running late. How's it going? Pretty. Eh, eh, it's kind of mid today. Yeah. Uh, why do you hate America, Eric? <laughs> wow. Why do you hate okay. America? Yes, hey, Americans. Hey, are you know Kyrie Irving is an easy target 24 7, 365? Yeah. That's cool, dude. You know. Uh, Brandon Butler, my guy. What about the news that the White Sox are talking about a stadium in the South Loop? I love that stadium site. 
uh, on the western edge of downtown Chicago. They were talking about building a new stadium for the White Sox, and I think it's exactly where it should be. Yeah. Chicago Bears don't want it. The Bears. The Bears. The Bears. Ditka. Chicago Bears. Brian Urlacher, Prick. you bald-headed um, douche. Wow. <laughs> okay. Okay. You know. Um, I, I think it's interesting that the Bears didn't want that plot. Yeah. I think they want to build a new stadium right where the old Chicago stadium is in the parking lots, and I hope they do. I want it. Don't need a pile of manure. Uh, Mike Smith says, LOL. Um, Eric Wasikowski, Mike, wrong show. Otherwise, I hear I'd I'll tear you a new a-hole. Okay, I'll look, what you, what you, you guys a do. A-hole? What you guys do is your free time. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't need that's not for public domain. Hugh Janus. Speaking of Janus, uh Lopes fan Gabe. Wow. Right on time. Uh Orioles have an incredible talent pipeline in place. If the new owners can uh fan those embers into a flame, I I'll be thrilled for some close friends who are lifelong O's fans. Deep it real. They have so much talent. Yeah, they do. It's it's wild to me. Bastin. Uh, Luca's mom, does James phone auto translate breakup text? I think it does. <laughs> You're right. Jeff Woodworth, three inches. Man, I wish, right? <laughs> 15 inches. Can you measure that? it? 15 shoe. You know. That don't mean nothing. <laughs> Uh, Wasikowski, NBA talk is definitely a snooze fest. What are the Pistons up to? I don't know. You're the Detroit fan, allegedly. Day trois, please. They Day actually trois. won the other night, so their fans could have some chicken wings. Yeah, you know. Uh, Johnny Gonzalez, Arthur Smith to the Steelers, and that impresses me how. I think it's an amazing hire. Guy can't coach uh, or be a head coach, but the guy's an offensive genius. There's no doubt about that. Uh, Lopes, if the New York teams can play in New Jersey, why not run the Bears over and stop? Gabe? <laughs> Gabriel, are you, are you pissed it's already 80 degrees in Phoenix? Which I am jealous, by the way. Totally. Uh, Gabriel, who's been a member of the show for six months. Steelers fans having civil war over Smith as OC. I actually think Arthur Smith is a great hire. Yeah. Good offensive mind. Yeah. I think that's a good hire. Uh, the big Lubbock. I heard that San Antonio is getting a G league team called the Spurs. See what he, see what he did there. <coughs> you know, uh, Giannis hopped on those free wings. Hello. Did you guys, you know what I loved? Did Victor's you guys, did you see that Giannis finally got called for taking too long to shoot a free throw? Finally. And, and, I don't know. Mike Smith says I'm being ultra negative today. Okay, I'll play the role. Screw Giannis. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, go have some more Euros. Yay, prick. Um, Giannis is a great story. But, my guy, do you need... Like, there was, there was one free throw, I think about a week ago, where they counted to 17. Um, and so, last night... Several free throws were at 15 seconds. Mm -hmm. The official finally blew the whistle on a free throw at 12 seconds because you only get 10 seconds, really. I just don't understand this guy. Like, you're perpetually unhappy, and he's that guy, Giannis. Giannis. Giannis is that guy who just wants to be Teflon. Never say anything bad about me. Never. I'm, I'm just, I'm a great story, and I love America, and America's been very, very good to me. Very, very good to me. Buy my shoes, eat cucumber salad with your <laughs> Fucking America. Right? Like, that's who he is. And 
He annoys me. Uh, Jeff Whitworth, good, Smith, a good running OC will work well with the Steelers game plan. Okay. 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 Shout a uh, Jeff Woodworth. He, he's a habitual line stepper. Uh, okay. <coughs> okay. That's fine. That's cool. Okay. 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 It's good. It, it It's fine. Yeah. It's fine. Hey, speaking of the NFL, did you guys see that Ben Johnson is staying with the Johnson. Detroit Lions? Am I the only one who thinks this is incredibly weird? It is very weird. Because the commanders, this is a really good situation, mm -hmm. especially for a first-year young head coach. Yeah. This is a really good situation. What do they have? The number two pick, unlimited financial resources. You're going to get to hire your own staff, and a new stadium's probably three years away, right? Like, you're in process. Yeah. And he pulled his name out and is staying in Detroit. Now, I tip my cap, but is this loyalty or is this stupidity? Yeah, I am not sure. I think that this sends a message that it's either one of two things. You're either just so committed to what you got going in Detroit that you want it for another year, or the under-the-radar, never-going-to-talk-about-it reason is that something doesn't doesn't pass the Ben Johnson test in, in Washington and that he didn't like something that he, you know, either saw with new ownership or maybe, you know, with the coaching staff or whatever the case may be. Like I, I, it just is surprising to me that a guy very who, surprising who, who had that type of success in Detroit isn't interested in taking a head coaching job. All right. Uh, it is 36 past the hour. I will give away a $100 Amazon gift card if we get 20 more likes in the next four minutes. Dilly, dilly. Dilly, dilly. This is stupid attainable. Come on. 20 more likes. So so what are we at and what do we need to get to? 181. We got to get to 200. This is as easy peasy. There's 182 people watching the show. Let's go. This is not difficult. Go get it. And I will pick one person who's going to win that, who's going to win that Amazon gift card. Do it. Please take my money. Uh, Dakota Tubbs, more importantly, Taylor has confirmed her appearance for the Super Bowl. I am so sick and tired of this, dude. Are you guys burned out on Taylor Swift? I don't, I personally don't understand why people give a rip about Taylor Swift. I don't get it. I don't think it's cool. I don't think it's unique. Like all this stuff about Taylor Swift being a democratic operative. For Joe Biden. Like, what are we doing? And that they're not really a couple and Infowars.com. Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey are made up as a couple because he does ads for Pfizer and she voted for Biden. They're a psyop. <laughs> what are we doing? Like, I, I don't understand why we reach so far for this stuff. I, I, I mean, is it Help that we're this thirsty me. for conspiracy theories that you're literally sitting here saying that Taylor Swift is an operative for Joe Biden. Like I'm just sitting here saying, I don't need to see Taylor Swift a hundred freaking times during a game. And I'm yes, saying. I appreciated that CBS didn't show her constantly during that damn game. I was happy. It was about the football game, man. And yeah, the on the field stuff after the game, I'm fine with it. I'm cool with it. No problem. Totally get it. But I just, I don't know. I'm not a Swifty. Do I listen to some of her music? Sure. Some of her music's good. It's not really about her music at this point. It's about that this is a football game, and 
I'm here for football. I'm here for Travis Kelsey, the football player, not his sex life. Okay, you got one minute, and I need 11 likes to give away a $100 Amazon gift done, card. bro. One minute. One minute. Oon. That's it. We're at 189 likes. 11 likes to go. We give away a $100 Amazon gift card right now to one rando in the comments section. That's it. Let's go. Um, let's get some of your... Are you guys excited about Taylor Swift? Like, where are you at on, on Taylor Swift? That's what, that's what I'm curious about. Uh, who is Taylor Swift? Oh, you mean Mrs. Kelsey? Yes. <laughs> Giggity. <laughs> Luca's mom hotter than Taylor Swift. See, like, <laughs> I like that. About seven <laughs> likes to go. Maybe I'll lose my touch with the clock here, man. Uh, you know. Uh, Gabriel says, I absolutely am. Kevin Pryor says, Inferno burnout. That's right. That's right. Shall uh, Usher halftime show is going to be lit. Usher trying to do a comeback. Carruthers says, it's a love story, Monty. Just say yeah. <laughs> it's me. Hi. Oh. Wow. Bro. Daddy. What? Oh, you guys, it's 40 after. You can't. Three short? Fucking A. Are you kidding me? Man, three's the narrative today, bro. Three you're, inches. You're three, three like short. short. Like, come on, dude. You're three like short. I'm like. Wow, Dave. Wow. And I feel thirsty as hell doing it, but come on, man. Uh, Gabriel, I was never a fan of her, and I found it more annoying when I was young that my mother was blasting her music around me on the morning. <laughs> Jake and I, I used to drive Jake to school every day in the Audi. We'd be pumping like Drake or we'd roll up to the, we'd roll up to Marina High School in Huntington Beach and all them hot moms to be offended by Lollipop by Lil Wayne. <laughs> we'd pull up into the drop-off line and those mothers would be like, who's that prick? <laughs> Please tell me that's not emanating from the Volvo over there. That was a great car. Look, D-Cups, settle down. Hiscock. Right? You know. Uh, I have personal trauma from Taylor's music. Our parents do so much damage to us. Um. Oh. OG Gary, so glad Travis Kelsey put her on the map. Exactly. Tra see, Travis put her Travis put her on, uh, on the map. Like, right. it wasn't Taylor. It was Travis who. Right. Yeah, social media. Travis, you know. Trav. Trav. Swelsey. Sean Rollins. Kelsey will break up with her after they lose the Super Bowl. Yeah, I'm not talking about that. Taylor Swift. Who cares? Eric Wasikowski, your fan base has combined IQ of 50, which is higher than those of every sports fan in Michigan. Joe's uh, not, nothing. Okay. Uh, you don't always have to be negative. Well, uh, so you only condemn right wing conspiracy theories. What? You don't always have to be negative. No, I'm condemning a left wing conspiracy theory where they said that she voted for Biden and he was in a Pfizer commercial. So it's a made up relationship. Trust me when I say he went deep. He ran the post route on her. Okay. Like, okay. Uh, Kevin Pryor, NFL doesn't need Taylor Swift's noise. Apparently they do. Yeah. So it's come out that she's made them more than it's like $330 million in, in revenue. It is wild. Like, how how burned out on it are you, though? Well, I mean, I, 
I mean, it's not going to make me not watch, obviously, but it, it just it got to a point where I think it was Fox was the one constantly showing her. And I was just like, dude, like, I don't need to see her every two seconds, bro. Like, like it was it, initially it was, oh, Trav caught a pass. Better show, better show Taylor. Right. Like, oh, you know, buddy dropped a pass. Better show Taylor. Oh, buddy's in the huddle and they snapped the football. Better show Taylor. Oh, they just sold a beer in the concourse like, and somebody farted in dude, line. Better show Taylor. Like, come on, man. You better, better show her. Yeah, dude. And so I just was at that point, I was pretty burned out on it, but I was pleased with CBS's coverage. And so, I, I mean, that that helped a lot. So right now, this second, I'm not that burned out on it, but I I am generally speaking just not. I'm not as they call it fangirling over this whole thing. Like everybody is all like, oh my God. But listen, we have to talk though, because Taylor Swift is going to fly from, where is it? Tokyo mm -hmm. back to Las Vegas over the international dateline mm -hmm. to make sure she's at the Super Bowl. And this a-hole over here won't even go to St. George and play true, golf dude. with me I this said weekend. I was available Friday. Right? Oh, you're I was like, available you can, Friday. You can, you can carve out a little time in yeah. the schedule for old fat I can ass. pencil you in, absolutely. You know, I appreciate that. Yeah, dude. You know, because you know what I like these things? I love my girlfriend. Well, it, it, then, you know. Dude, when certain individuals oh. have time requirements. Oh, yeah. And this is their uh -huh. off season. Yeah. It changes things. Yeah. <laughs> That's what you said. The problem is this is the excuse you used last weekend not to go to St. George. No, last weekend I was sick. Okay. Well, but you weren't sick until like Thursday. You're like, well, bro, I can't go, man. I was you know, definitely sick. Dude. You know, Tay-Tay and I are in love, and, you Here know, it's a love story. Say yes. You're I, hating right now, bro. I am hating. It's ridiculous you won't go play dude, golf Dude, let's weekend. go on Friday. I can't Screw go on Friday. these people. Let's go Friday. Uh, agreed, Monty. So I'm burned out on it as well. If anything, just make people mad anymore, and that's fun. Well, you know. Yeah. You know. I'm just saying, um, John DeLong, this Taylor Swift thing is why I'm glad I'm just a casual fan of the NFL nowadays. I want to watch football, not look at some teen idol airhead. She's not an okay. airhead. She's not an airhead, why dude. Like, an don't airhead? make it disrespectful. She's not an airhead. Noelle Ramirez, uh, LOL, never liked her or the Chiefs, but now I want the Chiefs to win just to piss people off. <laughs> okay. Okay. Big blue horses. I want the damn card. I, I tried. Guy, we're, we're at 201 now, and it's like 45. Yeah, it's been like an hour since you were supposed to get it done, dude. Like, what are we doing? I tried. I tried. I'm giving you a fucking answer. Mike Smith. I could not name one Swift song. Meh. Yeah. Taylor who? You know who. OG Gary, five more likes. Yeah, I know. I know. GTI Brandon, love this dynamic. You don't get this any other show. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, dude. Tay Tay. Yeah. Uh, whoa, comment dump. Jack says, you guys stopped watching because of Taylor Swift. I stopped because of the refs. We are not the same. I <laughs> well, look, either but way. Now, whether... though, wait a minute. Now, Jack, you have to start watching the NFL again because it's not fixed because the Ravens didn't get into the Duh, Super Bowl to see, make the color scheme work. See, now we're back in line. We're but Travis line. Kelsey did get two shots from Pfizer. Okay. The coronavirus. Uh, and he gotta love conspiracies, left-wing conspiracies. Fox always shows Bosa because he's all about Daddy Trump. Right-wing conspiracies, they all love Taylor and Travis because they're Democrats. Hydroxychloroquine. Why can't we just take stuff at face value? Why is it like, oh, bro, man, did you guys hear about this conspiracy where Tom Brady 
he's going to get Greg Olson fired. <laughs> Did you guys see that Tom Brady was on Pat McAfee today? Pat. Patty. Hey, hey Pat. Mm-hmm. Um, where are you guys at on this Tom Brady thing? Because Tommy. 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 Tommy, who now sold his brand to who? Uh, Noble. No, oh, Noble. That's right. Yeah. That doesn't. Okay, listen to Tom Brady talk about firing Greg Olson. I've been out to Fox Studios a few times and done some some really dry runs with Kevin, who's tremendous at what he does. I'm super excited to join an amazing team, um, Rich Russo, Rich Russo, and Richie Zions. Um, you know, we've we've talked a lot about football. We've talked a lot about how I see the game, and I think Greg's done an incredible job. I have so much respect for him, how he approaches his job. He's super prepared in what he does. Um, I think he does an incredible job every time he's on. I love listening to him. Um, and, and I'm just going to go in there and do the best I can do with my own perspective. And I certainly have had a unique vision and perspective of the game of 23 years. You know, I've been a part of a lot of Super Bowls, championship games. I've had some, you know, seasons that didn't go the way we wanted. I have some injuries. I was undrafted rookie. I've seen guys come in with great expectations and not meet it. I've seen underdogs like Julian Edelman come along and make it. So, again, I think... I've had 23 years of just observing and I, I get to go on now and speak to a wider audience. And I used to probably use my body and my brain out there and people would see me kind of lead the team down the field. And now I get to do that in a different way using my voice. Uh, okay. Um, um, I'm not that excited for Tom Brady because of Greg Olson. I think Tom is going to be very good. I think his perspective, I think he's working really hard to learn a craft and skills. Mm -hmm. Why are you unseating Greg Olson? I don't understand this. And if if I'm Amazon, because there's some thought that Al Michaels is done at Amazon, why are you not hiring Greg Olson? Right? I mean, I, I just don't understand why Greg Olson has to be the fall guy here. Yeah, I mean, I I don't know. I don't know why it's Greg. I think, you know, Tom probably negotiated it to where he wasn't going to do anything unless it was prime time, the best game, the biggest stage. Well, no, I, they gave it to Tom before they knew what they had in Greg Olson. Wow. Yeah. I mean, there there's no doubt about that. I just think that this is a mistake. You you have to be able to to rectify, change course. You can't. Are you really telling me you're just locked into this? I mean, it's Tom Brady, dude. I mean, that's what Fox, that's the play. Hey, people are going to love this because it's Tom Brady. They're not going to care if he sucks. Sean Rollins, Pat is getting a lot of frequent flyer miles. Yeah, what do you guys think of Pat McAfee real quick? Mix in as well. He is now the full-time color analyst from uh, Raw is War. (laughs) And his name is John C. Isn't that how you have to say it? Raw is war. Everybody's like, oh, Netflix got into live sports with WWE. Yeah, it's uh, theater. It's Uh, live theater. But Monty, they bleed. Who cares? (coughs) Who cares? So do the Rockettes when they kick each other. Nobody (laughs) says anything. It's live theater. It's not live sports. Let's get it right. Shooter, Texas. So Tom Brady will be broadcasting from his kitchen. Pretty sure he will. Pretty sure he will. Uh, Cursed Charger Cal fan. Crazy to think a lot of the kids born after 2000 won't even know who Usher is. Why bring that up? Why make me feel old? Because <laughs> that's so what true. What the fuck are you? So true. 
Gabriel, uh, Tom Brady is so rich, he has double ovens right aside each other. He's got four ovens in his kitchen. Like, what do you think, Tommy? <laughs> Tommy. Come on, Tommy. Mike Smith, Tom, get plastic surgery or something. He looks odd. What? What do you mean? I've been out to Fox Studios a few times and done some some really dry runs with Kevin, who's tremendous at what he does. I'm super excited to join an amazing team. Um, Rich Russo Russo and Richie Zions. Um, What do you mean he looks odd? He don't don't look no odd. Uh, What's Greg? Who's Greg Olson? Did he play for the Lions or something? Exactly. (coughs) Exactly. (coughs) You know. You know, chances are they are paying Tommy Boy some crazy amount of money, so the uh, the money man gets the show. Well, yeah, it's like three hundred plus million. But dude. it's Tom Brady. I get it. But do you just throw Greg Olson out with the bathwater? <laughs> right? What do you do here? Greg Olson isn't that good. Oh, I disagree. Nah, he's really good, dude. I think he is really sh- he's he understands the right thing at the right time. Yeah, Burkhart and, and Greg are excellent yeah. together. Uh, shout a we need NFL comeback on cable. Uh, okay, is that like bro? Never mind. Uh, Jeff Woodworth, Greg Olson, the greatest Panther of all time. He was a Chicago Bear, yeah, dude. He was not a Panther, bro. He was a Bear. Steve Taylor Swift is helping the NFL make millions of dollars. She is well, that's why Biden hired her, you know. Why? <laughs> Delon, what was the deal with Al Michaels this season? Did he piss off the feminists? No, he just is old. Did he piss off the feminists? I'm sure he did. Delon's Jesus. here for it today. Uh, shout a. We need the NFL back on Thursday night football on cable. Why? Are you not a Prime subscriber? Like, Which, who are you? I, well, you're the one. Shouty doesn't have Prime. What the fuck uh, are you? Greg Olson should go to NBC and show Collinsworth his walking papers. Ding. Uh, Mark, uh, wants to know chiefs or Niners bears, chiefs. bears, bears, Niners. Uh, <laughs> I like, I liked and shared Steve said, well, thank you. L- listen, I mean, I appreciate that 3000 views today, 200 likes. It's disappointing. It hurts my feelings. Yeah. Keaton Critchlow. There's going to be an over under bet on how many times T swips gets shown. And it's probably very high. <laughs> I why? probably. You know, yeah. if old Al pissed off the feminist and I'm automatically a fan, John. Um, okay. Okay. Different show, bro. Okay. Mike Smith. He has alien eyes. Tom is an alien. And first of all, stop saying Tom. It's Tommy. I've been out to Fox studios a few times and done some, some really dry I'm runs well with Kevin, who is tremendous at what he does. Eyes. I'm super excited to join an amazing team. team. Um, Rich Russo, Rich Russo and Richie Zions. Um, you know, we've, we've talked a lot about football. We've talked a lot about how I see the game. And I think Greg's done an incredible I his, job. I think his eyes are fine. You are what you are. I would die to be that good looking once. I would how, just one time. What would time. you give up to get Giselle once? Nothing. Nothing. Okay. Jake, I'm married to my queen. I don't, <laughs> I don't think about, talk about, look at any other woman. And I'm surprised since, you know, you're at the stage in your relationship where you're blowing your your dad off to go play golf. I'm not blowing you Um, off. I told you I could go down there Friday. And you're hanging out with your girlfriend instead of golfing. I told you I could go down there Friday, bro. Rose before hose, I guess not. Uh, This shit's going good. Yeah. You know, he's a sleestack. Okay. Okay. (laughs) Nigai, Gronk on Fox is bad. Well, he's kicking field goals. 
Yeah, but he's a meathead anyway, dude. James, Mrs. Monty, greater than Giselle. Not, no, that's not true. Uh, Scott of Greywater Watch, Cam Whitmore. I've been telling you about the Houston Rockets. People don't want to believe the Houston, believe they're coming. Believe that. Uh, Curse Charger Cal fan, Monty has me dead. Hey, man. Uh, Aaron, where is Mo? I have no idea. Driving his Porsche somewhere. Probably eating a really good steak right about now. I'm jelly. Uh, Tommy looks tired. Eyes close together uh, with black circles. His skin is pasty. Well, what? I've been out to Fox Studios a few times and done some some really dry runs with Kevin, who's it's tremendous at what he does. I'm super excited to join an amazing team. Um, Rich, Russo, Rich Russo and Richie Zions. Um, you know, we've, we've talked a lot about football. We've talked a lot or about how I see the game. And I think Greg's I done an incredible job. Listen, again, if he's ugly, I want I want to be ugly. No. I want to be ugly. Okay. Right? Like, I, I speaking of three inches, I want to be ugly. <laughs> you know. Uh, Gary, laying pipe is hard, Monty. Give Jake a break. Hey, yeah, man. Yeah, dude. I mean, come on, bro. Can't you understand, dude? Like. I understand when I offer to like pack up the family truckster and drive down to a championship Dude, golf course. Friday. And you're like, Friday. no, no, I can't do it. Friday. Hey, Mon, I can't do it, bro. Friday. Girlfriend says she won't take my balls Friday. off the shelf. Friday. Because you know, she's got my balls in a jar. And no, around the shelf, and I can't reach true, it. Dude. I'm little Jimmy over I, here. I'm not. She'll gonna... get. She'll take them off the shelf. Dude, on you're being. Monday. You're being a hater. Once Monday gets here, balls back on the on, the, on the shaft. You know what I'm hater, saying? Dog. Until Monday, they're in a jar on the shelf. Dude, you're being a hater. How am I being a hater? Jackass. You're um, being a hater, bro. I don't, I you disagree. damn well know the window we're in, and my time commitments in that window. The window we're in. Yes. And the time commitments. Yes, that's right. Okay. I don't under my time commitments are not. See, when right, you're but committed, I haven't been when, married for 50 years. When you're years, committed bro, to a woman, I haven't she, been married for 50 years. I'm still knows, trying to build a relationship here. You know what I mean? knows that that love is real. <laughs> and it's okay. I don't know what shit you're on, <laughs> but you on that weird shit now, bro. Cocaine is a hell of a drug. It really is. Uh, Jake needs a bag alert. That's what I'm saying. What do you mean a bag alert, dude? You like, know. what am I like? Why do I need a bag alert, bro? It, you know, you know, uh, John DeLon, don't you guys understand that this show exists to give Jake a hard time? That's the How only dumb do you think I am? That's it. Uh, Mike Smith, a shoe show. Yeah. She shed. <laughs> uh, let's see. OG Gary, y'all can take Friday off in golf. We can't wait until Monday morning, 6 a.m. You know, a lot of cane and B12. 6 a.m. Mountain, 11.45 Arizona. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> uh, see me on the big screen. Oh, dude. See me on the big screen says he's whipped. Oh, my God. Whipped and wrapped around that little pinky Stop. finger. Stop. You know, and he hadn't even got Don't a ring on it yet. Off hadn't even it, got a ring Don't on it yet. And she's it, like, no, you can't go. She's not even. It's not even like that. Hey, hey, you hey, don't even understand it. Hey, baby. Uh, you know, old fat ass wants me to go golfing this weekend down in the GC. No, you can't. That's golf. not what it is. You cannot. You're going to stay That's here. That's not what it is. And you are going to. You gonna, know what it is? You're going to comb my toe. The hair on my toe. Look at the hair on my toe. You see this me, little comb? You're going to comb dude, the little. If you're going to mock me, at least understand no, what it is. You can't dude. go. 
I am not allowing you to go. Straight. You are in a relationship Three with a woman, is inaccurate. and your life is Dude, now miserable. This, this is some grade A bullshit right here. Now, right? once you put a ring on that's it, that's bullshit. And once you put a ring on it, and I own fifty percent of your shit, then you can go. <laughs> that's some bullshit, dude. It might be, but am I wrong? I said Hell I could go, no. I said I could go Friday. Man, you just can't. Look, once you put a ring on it, you can do whatever you want. Because I know the love is in the heart. But until I see that cubic zirconia looking ring on my finger, boy, you know, how am I supposed to believe that it's really love unless you spend $10,000 on a huge hunk of diamond for me? You know what I'm saying? Pretty sure that was word for word what I heard on the phone today when you called to ask permission. I did not call to ask permission. <laughs> he, he didn't. I enjoy this so much. Uh, chill, Django. Exactly. My dog's name is Django. <coughs> Johnny Gonzalez, if Jakey like it, then he should put a ring on it. He, But that's the thing. He likes it more than golf. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, a, I said a I world championship, Friday. world championship golf I course. I said I could go Friday. Well, and we've then, been trying to play. Of course, get an alert. Said no. Get an alert. Hey, man, golf time, tea time available, fat ass. Let's go. I'm like, okay, bam, baby. Hey, Jay. By the way, you're the same guy who said you golf better with Mrs. Monty than you do with me. Hey, I've the last two rounds with Mrs. Monty so, have been pretty good. So, she golfs better than you. Okay, that's not true, but that's fine. That's not true. Uh, I'm, I'm just saying, man, you know, James, real question. Are you guys going to post at least part of the show so I can watch it? Bro. James, you you had almost made it the whole show. Wait, so he can do what? Real question. Are you guys going to post at least part of the show so I can watch it in the afternoon? I've been coming into work early so I can read. Bro, it, this, okay, <clears throat> James, James. Wait, single up. James, how, I, just me and you here. No one else can listen to this. Yeah, it's, it's, everybody it's, else don't listen right yeah, now. Don't. Okay, go ahead, you and James. <laughs> James, this is YouTube. So when you come on YouTube, the show will be there ready for your consumption. Forever! Hit the like button. Thanks. There's no posting part of the show. The entire <laughs> show <laughs> lives forever. Forever, like in perpetuity, such as in like Jake being whipped. <laughs> Jake, Jake being whipped forever. Never ends. Honey, um, would you mind if I change my underwear today? No. Uh Stepanik says pizza time. Uh Carruthers. I don't know. Jim was thinking the same thing. Jim what? Jim Jeff? Uh G-off? Jim. Why is Monty being such an ass today? How am I being an ass today? <laughs> <laughs> You know. uh jack j2h's audio cut out well not my problem jake test your audio i don't know what happened there uh are you guys desperate for likes okay here uh, we go desperate for likes guys in the chat it's youtube when you hit the like button it tells youtube that you like the show i know it's crazy Oh, this is a clickbait title, bro. Yeah. yeah and then is, and then is, what and then is. what does YouTube do with it? They're like, oh, well, Joseph Carruthers hit the like button. So maybe other people will like it. And they mm. send it out. 
Mm. Uh, let's see. Mickey Quintana can't blame Jake. Clam chowder is better than golf. <laughs> Facts. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Again, we can go Friday. Jeff Woodworth, Monty and J2H just want the pro rata or of likes they deserve. That's yeah, what I'm dude, saying. that's what I'm talking about, man. Like, it's not hard. It's it's a clickbait title that I clicked on. Exactly. <laughs> uh, I, I love when guys come in here and they're like, you guys are just desperate for likes. This is a clickbait title, man. Yeah, it, yeah, it is. It is. It is yeah. Thanks. That's right. It, it is. Thanks. Uh, Big Blue Horses. The government gave me a bucked up uh, laced brownie and I had a vision. The advocates were there with day trade money. Commanders win it all in 2024. Infowars.com is tomorrow's news today. <laughs> wow. <laughs> uh, Lopes Van Gate for $5. Somebody get Jason Kidd a French fry. He's obviously not thinking clearly. Wow. Wow, bro. <laughs> wow. Facts. Facts. Hey. Damn. Look at my Tar Heels. Not losing yet. They will. It's, it's George Attack. I mean, they're obviously going to lose this game. You know, Baycott's going to strain a groin. Yeah, uh, Baycott, yeah. John Ham. Once Jake hires the pool boy, she will allow Jake to golf all he wants. Listen, bro. Maybe she'll start giving you permission. It's not about her giving me permission. That's what you guys R don't but, get, No, dude. but that's you have to ask. No, and I then don't she have gives to ask. You permission that's not because that's if not you true, what happens dude. if you go golfing without her permission? Okay, you need to understand. She something. grounds you. This person watches the show, uh, so you might want to make it clear you're kidding. Okay, well, I'm not kidding though. You are kidding, and I know you're kidding. What do you mean? You're busting my balls about this. I am not. You are. You are. Okay. You are. I, maybe I just don't understand the fundamentals of your relationship. Mm -hmm. You ask permission. Mm -hmm. She declines. It's not about we don't asking go golf. permission, dude. It's not what it's about. Yeah. Yes. It's ball busting. It's guys having fun. Yeah. Talking shit. That's what we do. We're guys. Mm -hmm. We make fun of each other. Uh -huh. It's 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 a good time. Yeah. Mm. Okay. Uh, James. My New Year's resolution is to write a book, so I have to do research. I've read 50 pages a day for the last nine days. I haven't read 50 pages in the last nine years, <laughs> guy. Hey, man. Honey, I'd love to. Look, bro, I'd love to go golfing, but I got to read my 50 pages. So you're going to have to go alone. Ask Jake. Biologics. Ask Jake to go golfing. How do you read about aliens? <laughs> Ask Jake to go golfing. I would, Biologics. but his girlfriend won't let him. Human or non-human? <laughs> it's about J2H oh trying to control. God, it's, it's about J2H trying to control his little world. Oh. <laughs> you guys don't think I'm serious about this, do you? And by the way, James, I hope you write your book, dude. That's a, that's a great accomplishment. The ink isn't dry yet. But I, I'm I'm just ball busting, which I will continue now to do. Um, Carruthers, I'm a meathead hyena and desperate for likes guy. They that still press the like button. That's exactly my point. You fucking donkey. Uh, it's not the size of the noodle, Mike, but the motion in the pool. That's, that's, right. Right. that's right. That's right. That's three right. inches of greatness. <laughs> <laughs> Trust me, Mrs. Montioli says. Well, when are you going to get started? Money, money. When are you going to get started? I'm like, sweetheart, I'm done, girl. <laughs> Joke, kidding. <clears throat> okay. Okay. Uh, <laughs> can I ask a serious question now that will probably piss off most of America? 
here on the Monty Show, presented by Bucked Up, BuckedUp.com, the official energy drink of the Monty Show. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Okay. We got to talk about it. This is this is going to rock the boat. No doubt about it. No doubt about it. Yeah. Yeah. Deep breath in. Is horns down? All hat, no cattle, bro. Uh, an insult to the University of Texas. <laughs> Hook him, boy! <laughs> Is horns down an insult? So, there may have been a small incidence of horns down where the basketball coach got pissed. Okay, Texas goes to the great land of old men who are fat and Mormon who die by the time. <laughs> Still one of the greatest insults ever lobbed on this show. Texas goes to BYU in Provo. In the front row of the student section, which is quite legitimately one of the best student sections in the country, mm-hmm. um, a bunch of BYU supporters were wearing shirts that spelled out horns down. Mm-hmm. After the first media timeout, a BYU media personnel member came over and said, the shirts go or you guys go. And all of a sudden, it caused an outrage. Um, and it sparked this debate about whether or not saying horns down is an insult. Is it an insult? I mean, in by nature, yeah, you're talking trash by saying horns down. Yeah, I, but but I don't think we're we're it, it's not an insult on the level of like calling someone stupid or like personally attacking someone. You're Texas. You're the Longhorns. So saying horns down is a natural you know, trash talking tactic. Like it's not this, in my opinion, this was overreacting by BYU. This was overreaching and totally unnecessary. And, and, and Mark Pope head coach at BYU can come out here on the dais and be like, yeah, that's just not who we are as a team and an institution. Okay, cool, dude. I get it, man. But what I'm here to tell you is this was overreaching. Yeah. These kids we're having fun in the rock, which is the name of the student section. And, and you made a big deal about not it. being profane, not being anti-sportsman. And I, I think this goes back to Duke volleyball. I think this goes back to BYU being in a position where they have to be overly cautious because I think that BYU has a reputation of being a very hostile environment to go on a road trip to. And it is. Yeah. It absolutely is. It is one of the most difficult. Ooh, man, a Georgia Tech kid just bounced his head off the floor. God, dog, that looked like it hurt. And nobody's rushing out to help him. And I don't understand this. Like, what are we doing? Ooh. Um, this is one of those things where I think a BYU has a reputation. And I think it's very difficult when you are BYU, you can no longer take risks. Mm -hmm. And I think you're in a situation where now you're in a position where you have to ask them to take those shirts off. Do I believe in any way, shape, or form that horns down is an insult? It's not. It, It is no worse than just about any other thing that gets said to BYU, who takes an unbelievable amount of abuse for being Mormon. 
Um, I think it is no worse than just about everything that is ever said in a college football stadium. Seriously. And if horns down hurts your feelings, uh, you're not cut out for this business. And now Texas fan, I'm going to say this and it's probably going to piss you off. You need thicker skin. That's what fucking takes me to right? fuck off. And I know you just dug your spur into the rib cage of that fine animal, but you have got to stop being so got dog soft. Yeah. Like yeah. this is you being soft. Yes, and it is. I know that that's not a new or original take, but that doesn't make it any less true. Texas fan has to grow s thicker skin. You're winning at a very high level, especially in football right now. You're only going to win more. Grow a set because this is not going to go away. If you think horns down is bad now, what's going to happen when you go to the college football playoff this Thanks. year? 100%. Right. Like, I, I mean, this is what it is. And I, I just don't see this as an issue. Yeah. And, and I think that BYU, you know, I agree. They've got to, they've got to play it safe, but I also think that's a very fine line to walk. I mean, if you start playing things too safe and being petty about things like this, I think you kind of muddy the water a little bit. Like there's a line yeah. and you just need to uphold that line. But but they weren't cursing. They weren't being vulgar. They weren't, by all reports, they were just being fans. Yet you you did this. So I, I didn't I didn't like it at all. No, I, I think it is. I truly think it is. This is a bit much. Totally overreaching with it. And I think when you look at the the BYU student section, it's intimidating, man. And if you haven't seen, these are the shirts that they made them take off. This is soft ass. Yeah. And I think, you know, obviously, I don't know. Did Texas complain? Probably not. Do you think this is the first time they've seen this? Probably not. Right. I don't. I think The Rock, again, which is the BYU student section, The Rock is fantastic. And you need to let them express themselves. I think this was a quick trigger by BYU. And I think it was a mistake. You yeah. and, and again at the Marriott Center, like, dude, this is a tough place to win a basketball game if you're if you're a visiting team. And I think this was incredibly, incredibly overreaching by BYU. But that's not to say I don't understand. Oh it. my God, dude. This Georgia Tech basketball player took a knee to the back of the head as oh, he I was thought he hit down. his head on the ground. No, no, he hits his head I on think the knee of the player. Oh, I okay. Now I see it. I thought initially when he fell down, he hit his head on the floor. And Dongo is the player that yeah. got kneed in the back of the head. Ooh. Yeah, that's rough, bro. And they didn't run out there to assist him, which I thought was really weird. Yeah, was really weird. Anyway, um, boy, this is a big. I'm telling you guys right now, this is a big game for North Carolina. This is that game. They're at. They're at uh, Georgia Tech. And this is that game that you give away. Georgia Tech 11, North Carolina 10 with 15-28 to go in the first half. This is that game that you give away if you're North Carolina. You know that game that North Carolina always gives away? Yes. It's not Duke. It's not like this is the game that North game Carolina that will give away. you should win rather comfortably, you give away. Yeah. Baycott's so good when he's good. Anyway, let's get your thoughts on this uh Big Daddy Magic, 95% of BYU fans do not swear and have good manners. They do. I agree. Jeff Woodworth, Texas fans are a laughing stock of the NCAA because they are so soft. Is it? Are they really, though? Come on. Uh, fight on uh, natties. What's up, dude? Says opposing fans are supposed to be hostile towards 
Uh, in high school, when we played this one school, they used to hit us with batteries. We never removed our helmets from the locker room to the field. Dude, it, I, I don't even think that that's uncommon. Yeah, I don't think we know about the worst stuff in fandom as far as the opposing team is concerned. Yeah. Uh, Willie Wilson says the SEC will use it every week. Okay. I agree they will use it every week. You're going to hear this routinely, right? You're going to hear it routinely. Uh, Texas will have a wake-up call coming to them if they think they're going to be held, uh, are going to be held in the SEC. Yeah, I think you better get ready. <laughs> you better get ready because you wind up in Athens, Tuscaloosa. You wind up anywhere in this league. You wind up in the SIP. You wind up in Oxford. You wind up in – Yeah, you're, you're in for a time. OG Gary, SEC will eat them fans alive. Totally agree. Totally. What I mean, and this is the beauty of speaking of OG Gary and all 12 of his universities, but Utah and BYU being at Rice Eccles this year, cannot wait for that game. Yeah. Cannot wait. Uh, Shooter, Texas, the entire university has a soft AF culture, not just about sports. Okay. 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 <laughs> James, the Texas baseball park is great. They have food trucks on the left field side. I will be there in May when Oak State plays Texas. The po' boy I ate last time was amazing. Appreciate you, James. <laughs> Always with the, you know. Hi, this is James. Welcome back. I, I got to tell you, the Texas pickleball facility. Yay! The street tacos and the taquitos. Unbelievable. Fat. Unbelievable. So good. Love me some pickleball. Uh <laughs> Uh, shouty embrace the hate Texas fan. The nigh guy. This is why Texas wants to seed. Exactly. Put more razor wire in the river friends. <laughs> it's, it's how you do Joseph Harper, the King of, of, I should, should I say, I don't want to jinx him. The prize picks guru who has never lost one time ever. If I was a Texas fan, I would rather have horns down than birds up. Okay. You, you mean, oh, sorry, I hate what um, This bad. is a family program. My bad. Dude. Program. Uh, Johnny Gonzalez, sarcasm off. Oh, that's a real useful invention. Okay. I'm not, I don't care. Okay. John DeLon, most college football fans don't understand this, but Texas fans are so arrogant and entitled that they think you should have nothing but respect for them, but they can make fun of you. You're a douche. Said every college football fan base about their biggest rival. Yeah. Well, BYU thinks because they have the honor code, then we should be nice to them. They're not nice to us. They threw beer on Max Hall's mom. <laughs> I just go to Max. Okay, I'll stop. Mike Smith, uh, nerds are at Adam, Adam Adams College. Uh, uh, totally. Okay. Katie Rader, a letter H t-shirt is an honor, vi honor violation. No, it's not. Now, if you were wearing a Monty Show t-shirt using the merch link in the description below, and maybe you got a sweatshirt, a t-shirt, or a trucker hat, maybe a ball cap. You, you know. Facts. Money show merch. You Get guys it. all asked for it. Yeah, you all said, oh, you guys never re you know, release a merch. Now we release merch, and what do we get? Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. The Nye guy is James, the head writer for Mr. Peterman's clothing magazine from Seinfeld. I believe he is. Bet you weren't expecting this one. I, I believe he is. Sean Rollins, fitted hats? No. Snapback truckers. Can't do fitted hats. Yeah. Can't do fitted hats, dude. Yeah. Uh, John DeLon, I am an LSU fan, unlike OG Gary, who's a Utah fan. 
Uh, Texas isn't even close to uh, the Tigers' biggest rival. No, not at all. That would be the University of Illinois. <laughs> it's LSU's biggest. <clears throat> uh, Gabriel, I, I could just imagine fans screaming horns down at the Longhorns court, then a fight breaking out because of how soft the fan base is. Mm -hmm. Giggity. I got my hoodie, but then it wasn't cold enough anymore for hoodies. Yeah, it's like 80 degrees in Arizona. What are you hyenas doing down there to make it 80 degrees in Arizona? Yeah, just turn your AC down to like 50, and then you can wear your hoodie. You know, Katie Raider says, give merch away instead of Amazon cards to spool it up. Okay, I'll give a Monty Show sweatshirt away if we. It, it's 518 Arizona time. Um, I'll give you two minutes to get to 250 likes. I'm going to do it. 211. It's not that That's hard, bro. 39 more likes. 160 of you watching. Let's go. That's 39 more likes with 160 people watching. If we get to 250, I'll give away a Monty show sweatshirt. Hey, Monty. Hey, Monty. I'll do it. I'll do it. Don't you dare me not to do it. Uh, okay. A couple of non-sports stories before we get out of here. Um, because this is our show and this is what we do. Right. 16 mistakes you're making with fast food. This according fast. to, if you guys don't go to tastingtable.com, you're getting your food news wrong. Uh, 16 mistakes that you make at fast food restaurants. Using the bags to put sauce on. I've never done this and I don't understand how people do this. So I think what this says is French fries and ketchup is a classic combination, but not everyone wants to get ketchup all over their hands. So people fold the bag down flat and pour their dipping sauce onto the bag. Do people really do that? I don't. That is disgusting. <laughs> Where is the outside of that bag been? Are you serious right now? Um, hey, somebody in the comments section, it, own up to doing this. Yeah, one of you hyenas has done this. You cannot pour ketchup, honey, my wife. Oh, my God. Again, honey. I married, I married, honey, honey. I married way over my head. We went to Shake Shack the other day. The experience sucked. But so we're driving home and we're ready to eat. We go to Shake Shack. She got this honey mustard sauce. I'm t uh, uh, dude, it, it was so good. And ooh, Shake Shack honey mustard Bye. sauce, bros. But you don't put it on the bag to then put it on your chicken. Idiots. Somebody needs to tell no, me why that. Did you I do get, this. Why did I get sick? Why is my stomach upset? I don't know. Maybe because you just incurred all those germs from the fast food workers. I I can't even. I can't even. Come on. Uh, one through 16 eating it. What does that mean? Yeah, what, is, what does that mean? I don't know what that means. Yeah, what does that mean? You'll have to explain that to me. What if all 160 watching have already hit the like button? Mission fail. Well, that's not the case because we're now we're at 226. We need 26 more of you guys to hit the like button. There's no way all 160 of you have liked it. If 26 more people hit the like button, I'll give away a Monty Show sweatshirt. I'm just saying. Do it. I'm just saying. Um, Gabriel said, wait, what? People use the bags? Yes, people use the bags. It's gnar, bro. Uh, the Nye guy, bag alert. It's a major bag alert. Yeah, that's, that's, it, it is. See, I think it's the opposite terrible. of a bag alert, dude. It's the opposite because you don't, a bag alert is oh. like you're doing well. 
Like you're making that bread. This is the opposite, dude. You're you're like you're literally ingesting all those germs. You're choking on a D. Yeah, dude. That's not that's not gonna that's not it's gonna work. So bro. bad. Tanner Plummer says, Sup. What's up, dog? Uh, Sup, dog? Sup, dog. Horns down. Um, let's wow. see. <laughs> wow. Jeff Woodworth, bag boy, uh, bag boys, bag boys. What you gonna do? Yeah. Okay. Uh, UW fan Jim, that's what the inside of a food wrapper is for. Thank you. Seriously. Seriously. OG Gary, I pour the sauce on the inside of the bag or the inside of the nugget box. Me. Thank you. Inside Wait, of the you, nugget you, box. You you would be a nugget guy, OG Gary. You would be a guy who gets nuggies, not strips. Bro, I got nuggies at Shake Shack the other day. No, you got strips. No, I got nuggies. Why did you they're get shaped nuggies? Like, they're shaped like dinosaurs. Mrs. Monty loves chicken strips. Yeah. And we so rarely eat them. Mm -hmm. We talked about Never. it this morning when we weren't working out. Right. And <laughs> dude, I am on an oats run right now. She made this gas chili. Bro, it is so good. <laughs> uh, the awkward guy. Hell, those. Hell, yeah. Those bags are clean. No, they're not. No, they're not. Tanner Plummer, did I miss the horns down segment? Sad yes. days. You did. You did. James, I open up Big Mac boxes and put ketchup in the top of the box. Yeah, that's the right way to do that's it. That's exactly right. And but James, the problem is Big Macs are overrated, dude. James, it but no, you shut your mouth. They were not overrated in so the you 80s. have no frame of reference here, Donnie. Big Macs that's are now overrated. I was born. I don't care. Like are we going to try a double Big Mac? Are they available? I don't know. I think they are. I, I mean, I guess. I I'm not doing a double. My wife will divorce me if I eat a double. Is this weird? Okay, Wait, we'll yeah, get back to talk, this in a second. Talk about this. I need. We need to talk about this. What? This meat thing with you. So we were watching videos over the weekend. New videos. New videos. Uh, Mrs. Monty and I, we stayed at this great hotel. We were, anyway. So we have a bunch of sex, and then we were watching these. Anyway. <laughs> I don't need to know about your sex life, dog. So there's this one position. No, I'm kidding. Uh, oh, my God. Just like that. Oh. We were watching these videos of this master butcher in Ohio. Yeah, a lot of meat, you know. Daddy. Just slicing through that meat like a hot knife through your mom. And that motherfucker don't miss, man. And you know the thing that was annoying about the video? He's like this guy with a huge groomed beard, oh, good-looking guy. Else, he's bro. got guns. He's in good. He looks. The got the fucking guy looks like a His lumberjack guy. cutting up meat. It was so annoying, and he is so annoying, and I'm jealous. Macaque. But we were talking about it, and then my wife made um, in the Instapot. We made uh, pork loin. I opened the Instapot, and I almost threw up from the smell. <laughs> Like I was, and I'm not exaggerating. Like I had trouble with it. I, the advocates gave me this huge, beautiful cleaver. cleaver knife, used it to chop up the meat. And I had to force myself just to eat a piece of the meat. And then I was okay. It was good. I can't eat pork anymore. I'm done with it, man. Like I, I'm telling you, and this is probably me just being neurotic. I'm open to the conversation. My wife is 99.9% .9 vegan. If it didn't grow in the ground or on a tree or some other thing, she's not eating it. And I'm pretty much pushing in that direction. 
Like if you ask me, what did, hey, what'd you have for lunch today? Organic chili that is amazing. And I poured turkey in it, right? Amazing, really good. What I had for lunch yesterday? Pork with turkey, uh, pork and turkey mixed together in a sweet potato. Amazing, what'd you have for breakfast? Oats, what do I have oh, for breakfast dude, every I day? I thought you were going to say pork and turkey. No. <laughs> but I'm really struggling to eat. I can't bring myself to eat red meat. I don't know when I lost it. We went to Mastro's during CES. Um, me and me and Jake had uh, a lovely dinner with my sister-in-law mm -hmm. and her husband, and it was great. Yeah. And I struggled to eat my steak. And we went to Nonaina in St. George over the weekend. Best Italian restaurant in the state of Utah. Great lasagna. Bro, I ordered Italian sausage, and I struggled to eat it. And it was also like, I have to force myself to eat it now. It's weird. I don't know what happened or when it happened, but it is just really strange to me. You watch documentaries and that's why that happens. But then this, this, what was it? The Wendy's, I think, came out with a, a Canadian bacon burger. Yeah, Wendy's. Today? Nah, bro. I don't eat bacon already. Just as a health decision. Like bacon's terrible for you. But man. Dude, I, yes, OG Gary. Monty forcing a glizzy down. Yeah. Without biting. Uh, but my point is, Scock. I love a good hot dog. Dude, I was at Costco the other day. And I was standing in line with Mrs. Hey, Monty. And <laughs> I'm looking at the menu at, at Cafe 150. I'm like, dude, I don't think I could walk up there and get a hot dog right now. I, I just don't think I could do it. Chicken bake? Yes. Hot dog? Mm. <clears throat> don't think I could do it. You're Willie so Wilson. so weird with it, bro. Monty, so <laughs> you don't eat hamburgers. Not right now. I'm not eating red meat at all. Like, And it's not because I'm perfectly healthy. Like, we've talked about this on the show. And if you're new, put your hands at 10 and 2 or, you know, perfect colonoscopy. Q Janus. Perfect blood work. Perfect cholesterol. Ne my doctor told me you're never going to have a heart attack or a stroke unless you completely change your lifestyle in the negative. I don't smoke. I really don't drink very often. Really healthy. But I love me a steak. You you put me a Mastro's Ocean Club, give me a 16-ounce New York strip. Usually I just pound that meat like you don't even know how. Nothing? What am I supposed to do with that, dude? Anyway. But I, I, I'm really struggling with it. And I'm actually not you, even so upset about what it. What do you think it is, though? Like, what? Like if you really had to, to narrow it down, like, what is the... I see cows walking around when I think... When I'm ordering that steak, when I'm looking at them... It, and I know this is wild. This is wild. I am sitting at Mastro's ordering a steak, and I'm like, damn, that used to be a cow walking around. And I can't do it. <laughs> I'm watching this fucking butcher on, on Instagram and TikTok. And he's cutting up a bison. Like he's got a bison like hanging, like that's the biggest piece of meat. He's probably bigger than that longer too, but he's got this bison. He's got this bison, this really good looking sex oh, machine of a butcher has this bison hanging on a hook. And I'm like, dude, I go and watch those things at Yellowstone. I'm not eating it. He's cutting a bison into ribeye fillets. I'm not eating that. I can't do it. He shows so this thing where he because the animal was alive at one point. Yes. Yes, that's exactly so right. So you feel bad the animal was killed. 
Yeah, we're standing there looking at pork chops at Harmon's the other day. Because uh-huh. I was like, you know, I'm getting a little worn out on uh, ground turkey. Need a little something different. I'm looking at pork chops. And I'm just like, dude, I know what pigs do. <laughs> There's nothing like a good pork chop, bro. After it rolls around in its own poop and eats its own poop and poops its own poop. matter because you're going to kill all the germs anyway. Uh, I think I... Mm. Can't do it. Can't do it. It's not about the germs. dude. You've been eating pork chops your whole life. It's not about the germs, but I know where that pig goes. It's not a thing where I'm like, oh, God, that poor little animal's dead. We we breed cows in this country to die. Right? That's. It's not even that. Part of, The other part of it is like global warming with cows. Okay, this I agree with. I agree with this 100%. We are, and I please don't. I don't want to talk politics, you guys. I don't. I'm not here for it. <clears throat> but we're burning down the rainforest so that they can put more cattle on rainforest land because there's such a huge demand. Is the demand in Europe? Is the demand in Russia? Is the demand in on the Pacific Rim? Well, I mean, the demand then has to be in Australia and New Zealand. No, it's uh, North America, the United States specifically. There's such a massive demand for animal products in North America. And they're making so much money on it, they're burning down the rainforest. And I was watching a documentary, and the guy said, hey, every time you have that steak, just visualize a puff of smoke going up over the rainforest, because that's where it's coming from. And that is where it's coming from. Yeah. That bothers me. Yeah. I, I And the... The environment, it's to, beef production is so much worse now than even car pollution. It's wild to me. Yeah. It's wild to me. Yeah. Uh, Tanner, I've stopped eating meat largely for health reasons, climate change, and yes, animal cruelty. It's tough, dude. It is. Uh, regular bacon, bad. Canned bacon, good. Oh, canned bacon? Dude. Come on. John Hamm, uh, Jake, you should be happy he knows how to hit the, hit the meat. You could have ended up on the pillowcase. <laughs> I said it to him today. You're not you. You're not allowed to go golfing with me. I could have left you on the carpet. Has been said to me my whole life. That is a line that I've used often. His cock, man. I should have just left your ass on the carpet. Why don't I deal with this? I should have left you on the carpet, man. I specifically remember one time where I made an incredible pass to him in the corner. We're playing basketball, and he's a great three point shooter. I'm a dominant force in the paint. Um, call me Patrick Ewing, even though, because I can't dunk either and neither clearly can Patrick Ewing. Um, I made a pass to him cross court and he shot an air ball. And I made a gym laugh when I said to him, I should have left your ass on the carpet. (laughs) (laughs) Now you guys have to know our dynamic that I'm not serious about that. He knows I'm not serious about that. Most of the time. We, in our day, because we don't play basketball anymore. No. Unfortunately, but when we were in our heyday playing basketball, dude, we would terrorize gyms, bro. Oh my God. Like, yeah, he, we would, I'm, I'm the types of dude where I, Jake could throw it to me in the post. I'd throw it back out to him, like at the elbow, three point extended elbow. We had eye contact and signals through eye contact where he would start running and I would set the pick and just blowing. I'll drop that motherfucker. 
And the best part is when you hear you you set a hard pick and the guy runs in you and you hear him go, (laughs) 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 and you know two things happen. He feels pain and a little pee came out of him because he ran into a brick wall. And I cannot tell you how many times mm. I'll drop a pick on a guy and he'll be like, is somebody going to call that out? I am a sadist. Uh, Too much bacon for the yoga pants to handle. Not at all. You know, the funny thing is eating less meat, I lose more weight. Yeah. It's so much better for your health. There's no question if you don't eat meat, the less bulk in your stomach helps you lose weight. There's no question. Uh, Monty, no hamburger. I'm praying for you, brother. I love hamburgers. I I do. The Nye guy. I'm a retired meat cutter. I don't touch hamburger unless I grind it myself. Yeah. The production. Uh, you probably talk dirty to your steak, Monty. I do. Just nothing like there's <laughs> nothing like going to the butcher and getting a freshly chopped New York, you know, like strip or a ribeye. Just holding it in your hand. I got some A one sauce for it's, you. It's red and bloody, and you just okay. Okay, too much. Too much, dude. Uh, too much. That's disgusting. Sean Rollins. I'm going hunt uh, hog hunting. Send me the address, Monty. No. Nah, bro. Nah, bro. Uh, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. No, man. I'm not. Uh, baby cow. Okay. Okay. KC for Prez. Uh, Ron Nolan. Uh, that used to be a baby cow. Veal Parmesan. Yum. Oh, bro. Veal is so bad. Uh, let's see. Boston Mapes. Setting a good pick and blocking a shot. Two favorite things playing ball, dude. Well, and the problem is, is that when you set picks on that level, Oh. Then the defender starts giving me space oh. to shoot, and it's just it, it, it's it's brutal, bro. Oh. And the other problem is is that my guy over here will be so he'll be on the strong side block, and I'll be on the weak side wing. He'll just be like firing these passes next to dudes' heads, and it like trips them out. I I'm the one thing I do really well in basketball is pass, and I'm accurate, and I don't have to. I can throw it behind my back. I can throw it behind my behind my head without looking through my legs, like. I know we played enough ball together. I knew where he was all the time. And like, if I have it on the far block, I can, I, I have the ability with my left hand to just whip it cross court and you throw a pass to somebody and it goes right by two guys. One guy sees it coming and can't do anything about it. The other guy is guarding Jake has his back to me and it goes right by his head. And then Jake drops a three point bomb where my defender will hear the ball go by his head. He'll look. I have it. I shoot. And it's an open look because he's looking at what just happened. It's unbelievable. It's wild. Unbelievable. Uh, Wasikowski, cow farts have nothing to do with CO2, but if you want a healthier option, bison is the way to go. That is completely fun. The methane that cows put out, yeah. the methane that beef production in this country puts out yeah, is unbelievable unbelievable it is so bad only meat virgins use a1 thank you a1 is for cowards it it just cowards yeah uh john delon you might get one hard pick on me after that your ribs are going to make friends with my elbow it doesn't work that way yeah because you never know it's coming dude. you don't see it yeah yeah and when if you're looking for it and you turn your head it's over yeah because he's either going to stop and step back or he's going to cross you over yeah. You're you're absolutely in no man's land. Yeah. Uh Tanner Plummer, when I played City League, people said I was the second coming of LeBron. No, they didn't. Yeah, that's they, not they, true, dude. No. 
Uh, That's he, bullshit. he said, just kidding. I was mid. Uh, Jeff Woodworth, Willie, another reason not to give up red meat. Willie, um, when you cut down on red meat, you don't fart as much. Not true at all. Not true at all. Here's the thing. I get more fiber and protein without red meat than I ever did eating it. I My gut health and my intestinal health, like weight loss, body fat, cholesterol, cortisol, all of it. And that doesn't even account for the, the quality of the meat that you're eating. Does it have antibiotics? What was it farmed on? Was it free range? Probably not free range. Like all that stuff matters. Dude. It, the things you don't even think about that you're doing. Mm -hmm. um, Willie Wilson, Jeff Woodward, isn't that the truth? Okay. It, do you really, you do you guys really think that when you eat less red meat that you fart less? Because I just farted right now. <laughs> I get more fiber from oats, from vegetables, from sweet potatoes. And I know, you, dude, a year ago, you would have never heard me say this. It, it just is. It's just a complete way you change things. Mm -hmm. uh, barbecue, barbecue chicken is my go-to if I want to eat healthy. I don't hate, but... But again, it's the quality of that chicken because factory raised chickens are terrible yeah. for you. Yeah. Terrible. Jeff Woodworth, why aren't the other D calling out the picks? I don't know. And frankly, because they I don't, don't care. know the pick is coming. It does happen rather quickly because, again, Jake and I just, he's, I mean, he's standing 20, 15 feet in front of me. He's going to look at me and he is going to start running. And I time the pick so that I am set by the time his defender gets to my point. It doesn't give people an, the when you're playing pickup basketball, they're not basketball players. Yeah, they don't understand calling out picks or what a pick and roll is or what a pick and pop is or they don't guys don't know how to do that. Yeah, uh, Willie Wilson, I don't fart near as much when I eat less red meat. Well, okay, that's cool. Uh, free range means a fence around the door open of the barn. Correct. Yeah. Especially in chickens. It's wild. Uh, Johnny Gonzalez, Barbie chew is jerky flavored. That has yet to be invented. Okay. Um, uh, I was gas at bat at ball. I'm sure you were. And people who have gas while they play ball. Uh, Katie Rader, come on. Uh, common guys. Carbs make you fart. Atkins people don't really fart. Look it up. Okay. Okay, man. Hey, that's your opinion, bro. That's your opinion. <laughs> that's dog. cool. Yeah, man. Dude, I did really well on Atkins, too. You know. Yeah. Really, really well on Atkins. <laughs> but that's cool. Uh, Ron Nolan, I love it when my porterhouse talks to my baked potato. Move over. Oh, there's no question. Just from a pure enjoyment oh. standpoint, there's nothing like a great steak. Uh, nothing. Just, like, just from an enjoyment standpoint, steak, potatoes, and mac, there's nothing like it. Yeah, Literally nothing I, like can it. Can you... But, I will never eat anything that's dry aged ever again. No, that torched you. I'm sure I will have a steak again in my life. Yeah. I'm certain I will have a burger again in my life. It will not be often. Yeah. It will not. Uh, Gabriel, did you guys hear about Rajon Rondo? Yeah, drugs and guns. Yeah, nice job, dude. Enjoy that retirement money. Farting cleanses the soul. I believe that it does. Mm -hmm. I, I will. There. Trust me when I say, if you get a colonoscopy, and it comes back perfect, no polyps. You're not going to get that when you eat a lot of red meat. If you eat a lot of processed meats, things like sausage, hot dogs, lunch meats, 
it, 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 I mean, it's not even arguable. Yeah. It's not good for your, your digestive tract. It's not good for your colon. It's not good for, and that. No, it's not. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Johnny Gonzalez, farts set better picks than other players. Look it up. Truth. <laughs> Biggest weapon in basketball, farts. Truth. Uh, I thought this was a sports channel, not a fart network. Well, we tend to morph into yeah, different things. I mean, things. farting is a sport, dude. I mean, you know, like. Yeah. Willie Wilson. If I want to, if I want to fart, I just drink a Bud Light. Bud Light's good. Johnny Gonzalez late in the game. He did a free throw fart. Yeah. Cause if you fart, it'll project the ball forward. It'll give you a little push. Yeah. Maybe Zion could work on that, that technique. Uh, James, I played church league with a guy who played at university of Miami. He showed me how to really shoot the ball and worked on my shot with me. It was awesome to hit threes on people who didn't know I could shoot. <laughs> and that quality time we sent, spent together stroking the balls from the three-point line. You got to get stroked. I mean, it was amazing. Honestly, that's our stroking, guys. He taught me that three-point stroke. And I still use it to this day as a married man. My three-point stroke is on point. <clears throat> okay. Um, Johnny Gonzalez, MFN, all-new sports channel on Public Access TV, Utah. Men's Farting Network. I think there's Doesn't get any more red, white, and blue than that. Patent. Trademark? Trademark on that. Uh, Tanner, I'm having beans for dinner so y'all know who's coming later tonight. Well, you know, well, or you're, what's coming you're later You're definitely tonight. not. Yeah, you're married. You're not coming ever. Mike Smith, ball stroking uh, in the church lot. league. Uh, awkward. <laughs> James said it. You know, uh, Gary Wolf, why did Lamar suck on Sunday? Center was farting. I agree. I agree. I agree. Uh, all right, a couple more. Uh, Giggity, I played church ball with Jesus, the landscaper. Hey, man. Bro. Jesus, first of all. You know. You know. Uh, Sean Rollins, new meaning to pew pew. Played against Chauncey Billups when I was a freshman in high school, and he was a senior. Did pretty well. Kept him under 50. I almost beat You remember Brad Miller, the former Sacramento King big man? Yeah. Almost beat him in a three-point shooting contest. Almost. Not close. Uh, is Jake now jealous of Mr. Miami? I don't understand. Who's Mr. Miami? Yeah, who's Mr. Miami, dude? Uh, Mike, Mickey Quintana. CNN News reported that Trump is jumping on the conspiracy concerning the Chiefs and Taylor Swift. Uh, who cares? Good for him. Yeah, great. I think it's so funny that people are like, "Oh, she's an operative," and they're cup. They're they're a fake couple. Yeah, and Biden hired her. It's a psyop. <laughs> Come on, dude. Wasakowsk farter. If cow farts had anything to do with the climate, then why don't they say anything about eight bill human farting a day? Because it's, dude, you're so thick-headed about this, dude. Is that a real question? He's like, trolling. are you being serious? No, he's trolling. He's trolling. He is absolutely trolling. Okay. There is no way that is real. Uh, the Monty Show presents by our good friends at The Advocates, theadvocates.com. Two more afternoon shows for you coming up Wednesday and Thursday. I'm going to be going by myself to St. George to play golf because certain people are not allowed to go. Uh, and then Monday morning at 6 a.m. Mountain, 5 Pacific, 8 Eastern. The Monty Show premieres in mornings you guys are amazing thanks for being here hitting the like button on the way out tomorrow 
hell or high water or farts uh, from cows, unless you're Eric Wasikowski. Uh, I don't know. Say goodbye, Jake. Goodbye, Jake.